You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Yeah, I, so I don't know, it just won't stop oozing. I looked it up online and I almost vomited. Yeah, I really didn't think. Did you go to like images or video? Like, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I didn't think doing it once would be that big of a deal, but it turns out it actually might be illegal. So, oh, hey, welcome back to the Gamecasters, the cleanest, healthiest, legalist podcast in my basement. That's not true. I also do session zero down here. Shit. Anyway, I'm your host, Jeff. And with me is Natalie and her husband, Redacted. We've got a great show lined up for you today, fresh with all sorts of something or other that'll get you so fired up about gaming, you'll wish you never listened. Yes, you'll be gaming so much. You'll need a poop and pee bucket next to your chair, and you'll have splinters on your fingies from all the wooden components you'll be handling, and you'll somehow still cut in at 32 less games played than Chris Wilson. The man is a machine, shirking all otherworldly responsibilities to get those stats, baby. Kids, please. Running a board game store? <laughs> Sleeping? Don't yeah. make me snore. So I bit the inside of my cheek the other day. Okay. And I don't know if anything on earth... <laughs> Makes me rage and yell as much as when that happens. It's true. I've I've heard it. It's like you just keep uh, then you keep biting it for like the next two days. Yeah, it makes that like fucking like it makes like a little clitoris in your mouth yeah. and you just can't yeah. stop it's like a little like tonguing it. <laughs> yeah. No, you just like crunch it, all that it's like sudden excruciating Whenever pain. He, it happens, he like cries out, like it sounds like he just got stabbed. Here's exactly what it <laughs> sounds hurts. like, to be honest. Here's exactly what it sounds like. Mmm, this is a great sandwich. Toasting the bread was the right move. It's like an orgy of flavor in my mouth. Nothing could be... Ah, f- Damn it, son of a f- How on earth did that even... F- the f- sh- sh- in this to me? Ow. <laughs> so, why does that... Ha- things like this... What other things like this, I should say happen that just just like piss you off beyond rationality because that i just get so yeah i don't care what mood i'm in when that happens i just well, it's suddenly just like a sudden shriek burst out. Of pain yeah. that you're not expecting the uh, my i hate when i when you bite your inside of your mouth i always feel like i'm doing some it's like a punishment i'm like because i'm always eating something way too fast yeah or i'm mm-hmm. eating too much and it's like well this is what you get you did this to like yourself. i never do this like when i'm like eating an apple or like, hey, look, I'm having this wonderful salad, and I just chop on my mouth. Right. No, it's like I would take this huge bite of something, and then I just ruin the inside of my mouth. Damn, yeah. that's a good point. Have I ever done it eating something healthy? <laughs> probably not. You're so probably your not shoveling that you. into your mouth. I so hate like stubbing, stubbing your toe. my toe. Yeah, yeah oh, that's another one. Really, that something really sucks. that instantly <clears throat> makes me really angry is when I hit my head on something. Yeah, 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 yeah. If because just, it's so awful, yeah. and you're just like, Gah! right, like you're right below me, and I got a hard on, and you mm-hmm. smack on, boom, the just table. like thwack. Oh. I get it. Um, <laughs> being denied ice cream is Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No ice cream. God damn I can it, tell you it. another thing about Ryan, that makes Ryan angry is when he would die in Spelunky. Oh man, this, Spelunky this, this video, I feel this like video that, game. The, yeah. I think I think the response to biting your mouth, your cheek, or whatever, uh-huh. and the Spelunky response oh. are exactly the same. No way. Yes. Which is worse? Because definitely biting so my definitely the mouth clitoris. Like, and I'm like, what? And you're just like, I yeah, died. but the spelunky <laughs> death is like ah, and it's over. Yeah. The mouth pain is like God. Is days. Fuck. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. it's over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, you gotta when you're playing video games, you gotta summon your inner Dave. 
playing video games. I will so never even be when Donkey Kong plays video games. He's he'll a play these games that you, you'll die just constantly over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And he just like doesn't without care. missing a He's beat, just, just like restart, boom, boom, restart, 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 and just goes. I don't know how it doesn't bother him. Yeah, he'd probably he'd probably be so great at Spelunky. Because that's yeah. what it is. It's a game where you'll play like a normal run of this game takes two minutes because mm-hmm. you die. Mm-hmm. Right. You can beat the game in 20 minutes, really. But you'll die a million times before you get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I could never and will never be anywhere remotely. I will not have the patience that Dave has or really anybody. I would probably say if there's a spectrum of people with patience, I'm definitely on the low end of that spectrum. Like you would see my face on the on the low end. Dave's maybe over on, on the, the bell, right the end. bell curve. Yeah. Amen. And <laughs> yes, I just don't I have patience yeah. at all. I have different patience. Well, you have like patience with your kids. It's like I have moments where I lose my, like in the car sometimes, mm-hmm. I just lose my patience. Yeah, you're like, I oh, might just like, drive off to the yell, here. I have to yell at someone. Mm-hmm. I may as well do it in my car. So I'm not yelling at my wife and kids or my <laughs> right. students. Like that's got to come out at some, yeah. somewhere it's got to come out. Yeah. So, so and video games. Oh, is a great thing drivers. to yell at. You know what else does it for me? I just realized. So <clears throat> let, me tell, let me tell a quick story. Makes me angry. shriek out oh, an okay. angerous pain, yeah. an angerous rage. So Natalie, uh, and she'll probably tell us in a minute. She just went to on a vacation somewhere. Mm-hmm. I won't spoil that. I almost did. Damn. damn. And damn, I bought this thing and decided to put it together for her. It's over there in the basement. Jeff, you can see it mm-hmm. to your right. It's yeah. this little table. I complimented it. Okay. I am. I'm not the handiest Oh yeah, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> Wait, I'm not I know, I know what Man, you're gonna tell say. Tell us all the things you hate about Ryan. <laughs> no, I just not that fo- he's not handy. It's I'm just that more footy. This stuff gets to him. So okay, <laughs> it ties in with the patience. I think. I think it ties <laughs> that, in with patience. Yeah, so here's what I do. Anytime I am doing any sort of household project that I haven't done a hundred times, which means I don't know what I'm doing, like putting things together or fixing things. I get very angry very, very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Natalie was gone. I was alone in the house and I bought this thing for her and I'm going to put it together. And I I must have said out loud to myself five times, it's not going to happen today. You're just going to take your time. You you have all the time in the world. You don't have to (laughs) put this thing together right now. And I made it. Don't get angry, you stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's a table and it's got these two drawers. Okay. And I made it the entire fucking build and it was like, I, I can't even think in my head. I'm like, this was easy. Wow, look at so me easy. go. I get to the very end, and the very end is putting <laughs> is putting the drawers into the table. Okay. Okay. And the instructions are like, which seems like an easy part. Oh yeah, it seems like the yeah. easiest part of the whole build. The instructions are like, line up the, you know, the little grooves yeah. on the drawer with the grooves in the table. Slides right. It's just, it'll. It, it even says it'll easily slide right in. Bingo, and I'm like, perfect. They slide easy. And Mackers, who's deaf, is is <laughs> our dog is laying next to me. Okay, Ooh, he said our dog. I know. Damn it. Oh, shut up, Natalie. Shut that Natalie, Shut the fuck. <laughs> Natalie, shut the <laughs> up. <laughs> okay. Some things I'm gonna say about Natalie. That. <laughs> so, I'm putting, <laughs> I'm putting the drawer in. And Jeff, it's not going in as easy as the instructions well, suppose. It said smooth. Okay. Really? Yeah. And so the first time it doesn't go in, I'm like. Oh dang! It's okay, Ryan. Yeah, get over everything it. Everything will be fine. Let's try oh, one more so time. So I tried to pull the I tried to pull the drawer out to Ooh. put it back in, and it's stuck. Oh boy, that's gonna it's fine. That's totally gonna... fine. I was like, you know what? I'll go to the other one, and then we'll work on this one in a moment. You oh, know, very and I'm just like, blah, very blah, blah. patient. So I take you. the other drawer. I put. I'm like, okay, line it up. Here's what it says. I'm gonna slide it right in. The same fucking thing happens. It's it's stuck halfway oh, through. That's not gonna make it. So happen. I'm like trying to pull it out, and it's like I'm like yanking out. I'm like I'm gonna break this thing. <laughs> And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I was so calm. All of a sudden, I just go, fuck! 
You did? Yeah, like that loud. And deaf Mackers jumped up. Oh. Like when you scare you a cat. You know how like when house. you scare a cat? Yeah. And he like, he like almost collapses in on himself and jumps straight up oh, in the air? No. That's what Mackers did. He was like jumped up and like booked it upstairs. Like, oh, he could not <laughs> oh, have gotten shit. up. Like, I feel like the guitars that were you hanging on the, the wall house. were like moving. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, poor man. After it happened, I was like, oh, that was, that was an overreaction. Hey, poor Ryan. <laughs> oh, he couldn't get the drawers in. He was trying to get the drawers next to you. <laughs> it's like the episode of The Office where Andy, like, pushes his fist yeah, through the wall. And he's like, phone, yeah. that was an overreaction. That was overreaction. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> and then right after, like, minutes later, I was like, oh, you just push it a little more and it goes. And they both went. <laughs> oh, my God. So they work. I've done that with, I just I've done that with projects, too, where I'm just like, I go from nothing to angry. Or like, yeah, nothing to. Yeah. Okay, this is fine. And then if one more thing goes wrong, I'm, I'm yeah, gonna throw my mind. I'm gonna throw it against the house. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm that's gonna, Ryan with everything. It's like as soon as it goes like with wrong, everything. that's me <laughs> no, with sorry. everything. I mean, yeah. like with fixing things or putting things together, he gets so frustrated Natalie's so easily. Up. I know. I remember the other a few weeks ago, he like we had like a toilet issue, and then we had like a drain issue in one of the sinks, and so he like bought all the stuff from Home Depot, and he fix the toilet nice job and then i was like look cool let's just do the drain too or the sink too and he was just like i don't want to fight anymore let's do one project at a time (laughs) yeah he's like i don't don't think i can handle it we did one thing and that's that's plenty for today yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) sometimes i just just can't handle it i i like to think like i've grown i'm in my fours now okay Mm -hmm. and i like to think like i've grown i'm definitely more patient than ever i probably am a little bit more patient like i said most of that project with the table yeah i was good and I was like, I'm going to be good. And apparently there was some stored away, hidden, like, like, like festering anger swelling like in my brain. like you were talking yourself into being like, everything's this fine. fine. Everything's fine. And then as soon as it wasn't, it, it all wasn't. came rushing back. Well, the stuff was laid out. Like, I don't know if you've ever put shit together from Ikea, but uh-huh. a lot of times, yeah. you know, those Swedes sure know how to pin it, put in almost everything you need. Yep. Right. That's like the joke. Yeah. So this thing didn't come from Ikea. This I just bought from Amazon. And when I pulled it out, man, the, uh, the fucking like packets of like hardware mm-hmm. yeah they were beautifully labeled a b c yep. d and so i just oh, lined yeah. them all up in a perfect grid and when i when the instructions called for four package screws a. from package a i just cut open package a dumped out four screws from there and yeah. i was like okay now i'm gonna go on with the thing la 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 i was like this is so great i'm so wow look at me i've grown oh my gosh i'm 40 years old here fuck you know? fuck you drawer like, god damn it like that's now mackers has ptsd yeah. like i said he might have put a hole in the roof he jumped so fucking high like holy gosh shut up a bitch uh so uh what's up with you guys anything funny or interesting happens last episode <laughs> natalie what do you got you <laughs> yeah what stuff? happened well i got home last night the last five days or so i was in new orleans on a girl's trip with two of my best friends from high school new orleans we all live in different states so at once trip. a year we decided to we're gonna meet up and this year we met up in new orleans which none of us have ever uh been there and my friend so how'd you decide where to meet up you were just like let's meet in new orleans know, yeah we went I'll to be there at, on we were, tuesday night because well, like one <laughs> i'm in michigan one's in south carolina one's in las vegas and it's the middle yeah we already <laughs> went to florida one year and so we're like what else is in the middle of us that's okay. that seems cool you know and so mm-hmm. that i don't know and did you fly did you say that yes oh yesterday sucked because my i had this like perfect flight i was the first one to leave it was my flight was at 11 20 in the morning it was direct flight i was gonna get home by like three because they're an hour behind um, fuck for the rest of the I was day. gonna be at yep. home by three, and then like I'd have like Good the whole Easter rest of half the day, <laughs> and I even checked in for my flight the night before, and we we're it was like ten minutes before the Uber was gonna pick us up to take us to the airport, 
and my flight was canceled. And I was like, are you fucking kidding like, me? Like straight up canceled, me? not even like delayed no, two hours. No, it was canceled. Said, Fuck so off. This is, <laughs> this is before the, the drawer incident, but I was building the table talking to her about this. Okay. And we're talking and she's like, yeah, I'm going to the airport. All of a sudden I get a text from Natalie out of nowhere in all caps. <laughs> it just says fucking fuck. <laughs> she knew about the drawer. Yeah. She knew she that was, was going to happen. Oh, about the drawer. Oh. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, does this mean that she's just been robbed? Right. Like that's is a someone bad. actively stabbing her. Yep. Yeah. Or does she just have to poop and she just can't <laughs> he, find a bathroom? Yeah. Oh, fuck, you know, like, I don't know yeah. what Much it was later when everything was calm. He was like, Natalie, he's like going forward. You can't just send me something that says fucking fuck with no context. And you need to say it all like say that afterwards because I was like freaking out. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh my god, tell me yeah. what's going on. Because she says fucking fuck in all caps. And then no nothing. Kind of, yeah. And then I'm like, what's going on? Natalie. Nothing. 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 I feel like nothing. Right Hold after on. I nothing. Just Hold said. on. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. 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 Yep. Nothing. 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 My no. flight is canceled. Hold no. on. Nothing. <laughs> Are you gonna let me finish? Are you gonna let me finish? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it was a bummer because then they rebooked me and so like my flight was supposed to leave at eleven twenty and then they rebooked me to a flight. At 6.50 p.m. So I would have sat at the airport all day and not get home till like 10.30 at night oh. instead of 3 p.m. And so I was like, damn it, that sucks. And I was like very <laughs> upset because I was like, I was like, everything's going so smoothly and this is going to be like yeah. easy peasy, you know. I'll be fucking place. by 4 p.m. Yeah, is what so, she thought. Like, oh yeah. Long story short. Me by four. <laughs> oh baby. All of a sudden, fucking fucking yeah. fuck. I was very upset. Nothing. Uh, but so is that what happened? You get home at like 10? No, long story short, I called Delta and I was just like, hey, my flight got canceled. Can you put me on? Is there any other flights you can did. put me on? When you're done, I'll tell you what you did. Okay. Hey. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, and basically the guy, he was like, there's no area. other flights. <laughs> because everyone else, I didn't see it till like two hours before the original flight. So all these other people probably saw it before me and booked up all the rest of the flights. Because there were other flights, but they were sold out. Um. So he got, basically, at the, he got me on some other flights. And the, even some of them, he was like, I didn't know this, but they could book you on flights that are on different airlines to different places mm-hmm. you know and yeah. so where do you want to go you're going to Washington. Yeah, so you're not going to detroit but where would you like to go <laughs> yeah. so i ended up getting one that was like not direct unfortunately but i had to fly to houston and then it's i had to fly home and i got home at like 7 30 instead of 10 30 so i was like okay. i'll take it that's better. So three hours of fucking yeah so you yeah. demanded compensation yes you did that's what you did you called fist on the counter here's <laughs> what if, not if really. that happened to like the, if that happened to that. the d that happened to ryan's dad he would have somehow been on an earlier flight. They would have built a plane yeah. around him. He would have. Yeah. They would and have he been, like, been home. Well, we'll just fly three hours personally. before. Yeah. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna put you in the matter transporter, <laughs> yep. and we're just gonna beam you home. <laughs> and he's home. You know <laughs> yeah. the most annoying thing too is like when you're at the airport. You know how they have the screens that list like all the flights and their status. Yes. There's only one that said canceled. And it was Yours. mine out of like the whole day. Fucking like, fuck. Seriously. Fucking all fuck. caps. Nothing. Fucking fuck. Nothing. 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 Yeah. So that part. Hold on. Nothing. <laughs> but um yeah so we went to new orleans and and my friend jenny going on vacation with her is my favorite thing in the entire world <laughs> because she plans everything and like she's super good at it i always tell her she should be like a travel agent she's an architect wait do they still have those are travel agents still things i think, I so. think they're more like you vacation plan call? yeah i think they're like planners like you can get yeah. like hey i'm going to this place and they, right. they will okay. plan and she even told me like you. I don't know. Concierge. If you, yeah. You can like do these <laughs> like these. I forget what it's called, but like these things on like Google Maps where you like mark a trip. Um, yeah, maybe that's what. No. <laughs> the trip ticket is from a AAA in the 90s where you got this book sent to you. You said, oh hey, I'm driving, to, was I'm driving to Florida. And you'd get this. A, 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 AAA would send you this thing and you'd flip from page to page have like, it was MapQuest directions. Yeah. It yeah. was like, yeah. pick something like, If you want to oh see a big gosh. shoe, pull off on exit four. 
It somehow had that accent too when you read it. Yeah, and if our. Well, she's the way that like, because she like does, she goes on, I think she goes on a trip every single month. Like she doesn't have kids and her and her husband are architects and like, you know, they make decent money and they love traveling. So they go on trips sure. all the time. And she's Must planning nice. trips. Wait, they're dinks? Yeah. Cool uh, income, no kids. With a dog. <sighs> Dinkwad. Dink kid. Dink dogs. <laughs> no, Dinkwad. Right? Dink are you just making it? without a dog. Uh, without, no, they, they, they have, they have a dog. income, no kids without a dog. Oh, no, they have a dog. With a dog. With a dog. With a dog. Yeah. Dual dink income, dink no kids with a dog. Well, like, not everybody can be perfect. Fucking Dinkwad. <laughs> but yeah, so there's these things where you like mark all these things on google there's a name for it whatever but she said that like some people like sell them like she's like i have so many i could just like put them online and people can like for like ten dollars i don't understand i know but um anyway so going on trips with her is great because we just show up and we're like whatever we're gonna do that she planned is gonna be great and it was (laughs) that's awesome we just ate a lot of delicious food and i got drunk a lot and um, she sent me some naughty pictures of the past yeah and um i held a baby alligator which I am terrified of alligators, so that was like a big deal. It was um, a big deal to hold a baby alligator? To me. Really? Because at first I was like, I'm not fucking So you faced you your fear. Face this is on fears. your bucket list. Hold a baby alligator. <laughs> this is like, I wouldn't say it was on my bucket list, but at first I was like, I'm not doing that. And then I like held it and I was like, okay, it's pretty cute. Because it was probably like. <laughs> and then it bit your fucking finger off. It just off. wanted no, you inside of its stomach. The only reason it was yeah. okay was because he was like, even if it bites you, like you won't even feel it. Like, because it was mm, so yeah. small. It oh. was like this big. Okay, How people can't that? see that. It's That's that. about. No, 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 it's don't, like, don't tell them. It was like a foot long, <laughs> including it its tail. <laughs> look at it. Yeah, I was saying, it's one, video it's one stream. We don't have penis. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. It's just it's a it's a cool place. There's like people playing music, um, in the street all the time, and there's like this one area. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it sounds like. Like there's people playing music in India in the street all the time, and that's fucking weird. That's terrifying. Yeah. Well, no, like, but in the coolest I know. one, there was like the people in the street, and there was like a piano and a trombone and a tuba and guitars and banjo. This is one person. No, it was like <laughs> one man a piano, piano no, one group of people. people. They just kept pulling out watch. all these. One, then one guy pulls out a clarinet, and I'm like, damn, damn, it was cool. And um, we went on like a ghost tour at night one time, and yeah, what was that like? The ghost tour, okay, led by a ghost. So the ghost tour. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't really like ghosts, but basically he like took us around because like Wait, New Orleans. Wasn't ghosts? It's like a haunted tour. Yeah, yeah. it's like a haunted tour. Um, He took Ooh. us around. So in New Orleans, all the buildings, it's like very old. Like when the coolest thing to me about it is like a lot of the buildings, they look like they did when like the 1800s. How do you know they look like in the 1800s? I mean, you've seen pictures in textbooks. It's like that style. Wow. And so like to me, it's like super cool, like walking around, like kind of imagining like, dang, like, you know, hundreds of years ago the people yeah, were like living here and it looked like this and they're like on horse <laughs> and carriage and you know what i mean yeah I don't know. yeah that yeah, yeah. No, that does sound me. cool so he took us around to like different spots and then he told us a fucked up story what's the story okay so there's this one i can't remember her name's like something larue Ooh, something larue mm-hmm. do you know about this nope isn't oh that a God. pant larue lemon <laughs> <laughs> what isn't that pants Pants? Oh, yeah, LaRue Lemon. Lulu Lemon. Oh. Am I? Poor LaRue Lemon. Lemon. <laughs> yeah, poor LaRue Lemon. Basically, okay, LaRue I'll Lemon. give you the gist. She was like this really, really rich woman. Was she hot? Right. Like how hot? Just she was this really rich, rich woman, <laughs> and she would like have all <laughs> these like parties at her house, and she had like slaves, and like they people, everybody knew that she like purchased these like i don't know 20 some slaves but like every time they go to the parties they'd only see like the same like five and they're like where are the rest of them yeah and um one day a fire broke out in her house during a party and the firefighters or police or whatever went into the kitchen and there was a 
slave like tied up to the stove <gasps> by her ankle and she had started the fire um it was in the stove and they were like she did start the fire. To, <laughs> i guess the lady who started the fire was like upset she's like don't put out the fire i want to like die or whatever <gasps> and so then they were like investigating the rest of her house and they found in the attic oh, God. all these people like oh, no like hung up by their like <gasps> arms and legs and like stuff alive thing alive but like there was like <gasps> chunks of out of shit. their flesh with like maggots in it oh and, like this know, is a real story i kind of hope she died things around their neck Can you tell me with, what like, happened spikes. to her i hope so she they, died like, in a really terrible out, awful just, way yeah this is larue lemon she, i forget is the name. one that owned these Lula people LaRue. that yeah so basically she was just like this like horrible person that was like torturing these people and it was so fucked up and then yeah the worst part about it is that she like didn't get in trouble and they like I think she ended up fleeing to France and like there was no consequences. France. So did she, did they, did they show you like the house? They drove by the house. And we like, just, this is we, it was like a walking house. tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. They just like showed us the house. And another interesting thing about that particular one was um, Nicolas Cage used to Nick own Cage. it. So apparently he knew about the story. And so Nick he, Cage like, is a weirdo. Yeah. So he bought the house and then I guess he didn't own it very long because it like freaked him out and he like sold it or something. Yeah, I wouldn't. Wait a minute. He knows about this and he buys the house. Well, cause, and then like know, a month later, he's like, like, nah. I said, like I said, it's a ghost tour. So people like supposedly say they see like ghosts, like they see sure. like the ghost of her in there and stuff like in that. Their but, you know, so they would take then they'd he'd walk Thanks, to ghost. another place and then he'd tell us like some crazy yeah. story about some person that lived there. That's you know? nuts. It's stuff like that. That's cool, though. It was cool. And then we like, there's one area where there's like a bunch of um, enormous mansions that were like really old mansions. They're all, most of them were like historical buildings and stuff. Yeah. But people lived there and there was like, you know, the historical plaques that we were like reading, whatever. But like some of them were so fucking big. They were probably like 14,000 square feet or something insane. They were like almost like a whole 14, block. 14,000 square were feet. They were huge and beautiful. <sighs> huge and beautiful. Those are. Yeah. Yeah. It's like me. Yeah. But it was, it was a very fun time. I liked I liked it. <laughs> My penis is huge and beautiful. It's a huge and beautiful. Anything interesting happening with you over Washington the last TV. couple weeks? What you got? Um, well, we came over here last... Well I'll, well, I'll talk about TV in a second. We came over here last weekend. Mm-hmm. Where the hell... Um, where was I? Right, was it last weekend? Well, yes, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and you drugged me. The three of us, and Ben and M and Sam is French Toast, um, kind of had like a game day. Yeah. We yeah. left our kids at home by themselves, so what, you know... They're, they're fine. We, we just left them bowls of food. Now you know they they would survive that. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> it. Um, ben and M brought their kids, and we got to play a few like kind of small, quick, fun games. Had some good laughs. It was a really fun. It was fun. A fun day. Yes, um, it was quick, but it was fun. It always does that. It's yeah. always like that. We'll get together at like noon and hang out until seven or eight, and it's like, yeah, it goes by. I know. Licking it goes by yes. Like we played. So now we know how to. So now it's Nana. 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 Oh, yeah. It's not Nana. Nana. I think Nana. I think I might still call it Nana. Yeah, you gotta call it Either way. I know I love that anyway. And I think everybody loved that one. Even Devin really liked that one too. That is a game I feel like that's the game I just want to show people now. Yeah. Anytime I like we hung out with the measles not long ago and I was so mad. I was like, we have forgotten Nana. Son of a fuck. Oh shit, we forgot Nana. Oh we forgot Nana. And then we played Ready Set Bet, which I was shocked at how much fun I think Devin had playing that game. Yeah, yeah she was really. She was blew my mind how much fun was, she was So there was having. one horse. Oh, what was the horse? There it was, was one like, horse. Ride I made. me, daddy. Ride yeah. me, daddy. Yeah. I was like, and ride me, daddy. And she was like, woo. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, Every time she, and she was like, I love that one. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite horse. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, Monikers and Monikers just was always one, good. and Monikers was oh, a blast. Yeah. All those games are so good. Um, Mon- let's talk about this real quick on the show. We're going to talk about this right now. Should Monikers yeah. become an essential? Yeah, maybe. Do we have... Do, okay, so we, for party games, like, what do we have? Thinking, we have just one. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that's Is that the only party-ish game? Party. I love party game. Yeah. I almost think Monikers... Stay tuned for yeah, episode just 111. Like a, maybe we talk about <laughs> a new... Just one's like a word game, kind of, you know? I just feel like... I don't know that I've played that game with somebody and they were like, nah, it's not for me. Man, it's not fun. It's always yeah. the most fun. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure people have had bad experiences with it. But, and I'm sure. Especially if you have a crowd that likes the Cards Against Humanity and you want to maybe yeah. move away from that. Exactly. That's exactly. I feel like Cards Against Humanity definitely right. gets old. This one doesn't really get old to me. And it's funny because like, I was going to say the same thing, Jeff, but it's funny because they're not the same type of game even. Right. But you're right. I do feel like that's the game. If if Cards Against Humanity is stale with your group, even as nons, yeah. monikers would like. But you have a big group and you like that. Yeah, yeah. monikers kind of fits that same. Ah, that's weird, but that's exactly what I was going to say too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that we could essential this we'll one at some our, point. Yeah, yeah. We'll put it on the list. Yeah, we'll put it in the fuck. Bag. I'm watching a show based on a recommendation from one of our fellow gamecasters. Oh, <gasps> Shrinking. We really? watched. So we're like eight episodes I into loved Shrinking. It. It's. I think it's like ten. It's. We're almost done. Yeah. I think it's very, very good. Right? Yeah. I really like it. I love Jason. Um, there was a little bit of conversation in our Discord about that compared to Ted Lasso. They're two like very different shows. Yeah. Ted Lasso has like kind of a lot of funny humor and things like this. I think Shrinking is great. Is it the same guy that made them? Is that what it is? I don't think so. It's they're both mm-hmm. on Apple TV. So oh, I think it's people just that. Are, yeah. For some reason, I thought yeah. somebody in the Discord mentioned the same Maybe. guy made them. Is oh, it? I don't know. I don't know. I would have to look that up. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. But it's. If you like Jason Siegel, do you like Jason Siegel? I love Jason yeah. Siegel. Well, Ryan saw the first I saw the first couple two episodes. episodes. Okay. The first episode we were watching and Ryan just kept making fun of me because I was just laughing out loud at everything I laughed Jason at almost Siegel everything like, he says. She was like, he's not supposed so, to be doing that. He's doing yeah. that. He's just, it was yeah. so he's, funny. He's like Maybe you want to watch he's, it by yourself. He's yeah. doing all these things that he shouldn't be doing and it was just making me die yeah. laughing. It's so <laughs> I was like, what's so funny? What do you think so funny? She's like, well, he's not supposed to be doing that, but he's just doing it anyway. Because <laughs> he, he plays this, he plays that guy so that he funny. kind of plays. Like his delivery yeah. is, I always think of people like like Vince Vaughn. Yeah, same. Yeah. Kind of play same the character. same, yeah. like, but I love that. I love Jason Siegel. So if you don't like Jason Siegel, you're going to hate the show. <laughs> right. If you like Jason Siegel, you're really going to like it. It also has Harrison Ford. It has Harrison Ford Why? in it. He's like the he's like the veteran therapist. In but this I mean, I, like I know he's. Mm-hmm. I watched the first I don't know, two but he's great episodes. In it too. Yeah. He is, but I was like, why? What a weird casting decision. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford and everybody. The other woman, good. Gabby. She's great. I love. She's hilarious. Yeah, I, it's. I watch it, and there's moments where I feel like I'm gonna cry. Yeah. So the the whole point is he's a therapist, and he's kind of like he's having a rough time. His wife just passed away. He's mm-hmm. trying to like reconnect with his daughter. And he's just trying to figure out what he's doing with his practice. And Mm -hmm. it it goes in turns where you are going to cry. And then two seconds later, he like cusses out his neighbor. And and (laughs) it's just like, it's just in the Jason Siegel like type of over dramatic, but half joking, half not like it's It's really funny. funny. And I just, I think it's great. I I like look forward to watching it and it's only half an hour. That's yeah, that's what I binged like a bunch of the episodes in like a day or two. And I was like really mad at myself because I'm like, damn, it's over. I, I know just we spread went, this I out. Think like three, I I might watch it again. Is it o- so? It's over. The first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the the redo for or like what the, if it's renewed I don't know. for I think other it, season. I think it, it was like just this past like winter that it, it came out. Yeah, so so like, it's going to be a while, man. I'm sure. Winter man. <laughs> don't forget to get yeah. your pound of hair. Okay. I also. <laughs> it's the last thing. I'm glad you like it. It's great. Now, 
we haven't talked about this, but you mentioned it on the last episode. Yeah. Chat GPT. I don't want to get too much into yeah. it. But it's maybe the most incredible thing what? I have seen what are you ever. Saying? Chat GPT. Okay, so chat. C H A T. Yep. Wait, C H A T. Yeah, like chat. Like, okay. like G- I'm chatting with you. Not chat. G- chat. Yeah, chat. Chat. It's G. Not a d. Chat. Chat. G. G. P. P. T. T. G. What is this? Just just listen. It is chat AI. GPT. Okay. It is like an AI generated everything. Okay. Oh, is this so like imagine, the Olive Garden thing? Olive Garden. What? You remember that thing where it's like I have Olive yes, made Olive, yes, Olive, yes. Olive Garden. Okay. Commercial. She's actually. She's oh, actually. Okay. She, she yeah, said. She said like anyone Garden. listening would have any clue okay. what we're talking about. No, I'm asking there's you. The, I know, but you're asking me on the show. Okay. So I can understand what it is. Yes. So there was this <laughs> thing that we saw on Instagram, okay. and it was like. I asked ChatGPT. I, I showed ChatGPT a, a thousand hours of of, of commercials, and I said, and "Okay, a commercial." Yeah. And it's the funniest. So fucking this ChatGPT is almost like if you went to Google and you typed in a question, right? Mm-hmm. You like, you know, whatever. It would then pump out all these websites. Yeah. What ChatGPT does to, I guess, oversimplify it is it basically takes everything it possibly can find. And then it I'm writes like it subject. for you. Yeah, yeah. and then it like and types it out own. for you. And 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 it does so uniquely every single time. You can ask it the same question back to back to oh. back to back, and it will give you new generated things. And it is, it's incredible. So is it like a website? It, yeah, so you can go on a website and um, you like log in with your Google account and you mm-hmm. can just have it do things for you. You can be like, write <laughs> me right. 10 dad jokes. You can say, yeah, write my paper. Write me, write me a paper on symbolism in the house on Mango Street. Write me mm-hmm. uh, write me a lesson plan on mobilization in it's World cool, War II. With but it's I did. really scary. It's very scary. Why is it scary? Because it can write code. It's already passed LSAT tests. It's passed oh, MBA. Ma- it's, it is incredible. Dave, like I've talked to Dave about it who writes code all day long. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't, he's like, it's just writing code. I don't know like what jobs job. in the future look like. <laughs> and if I was in college, it would write every one of my papers. Right. Wow. And it would write it uniquely where you can't go on and Say, find like, it. Yeah, so it's not, yeah. it's plagiarized, but yeah, you wouldn't be able to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I don't know how, because if and someone plagiarized something now, I can, yeah, I can type it into Google and it, you can find it, right? If you if you plagiarize like three sentences, I can just type it into Google and it'll find the website yeah. that's from. This creates a unique thing. It's It's scary. I don't know. And it just learns more every single day. It gets better and better. Damn. Um, anyway, if you're bored, go on it and just type random things in. But I went on and I asked ChatGPT. Yes, you <laughs> did. I asked ChatGPT, tell me about the Gamecasters podcast. Oh, <gasps> fuck yes. Oh, oh my fuck. God. Okay, so I've asked this now three times over the last like week. Okay. okay. This is the first one I got. I'm not going to read the other one. They get about the same. They're like the same-ish. But this is the same. first one. So what do you mean when you say you asked it? I literally, about. so it says like, um, it says like, send a message, right, to chat GPT, or it said, so you can just, I said, Type like anything. I said, tell me about the Gamecasters podcast. Oh okay. my God. So I did. Okay. Okay. It says, as an AI language model, I can tell you the Gamecasters podcast is a podcast that focuses on board games and tabletop gaming. It's true. It's correct. It is hosted by Ryan Peach, <laughs> Natalie Peach, <laughs> and Jeff Raidmaker. <laughs> And has been running, but it knows you guys are married. We're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. Ryan um, Nelly Peach. It now knows, like, the future one knows all of our names. Jeff Raid Maker. Yeah. Uh. Raid, R-A-D-E Maker. Um, <laughs> and it's been running since 2017. The podcast covers a wide range well, of board games, of. including reviews, discussion, and interviews with designers and publishers. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. The Gamecasters podcast has a strong focus on community aspect of board gaming with regular segments dedicated to listener feedback and questions. The hosts are known for their humorous banter and lively discussions all about things board games. Wow. wow. Holy fuck. So the other ones are, like, just, just about as good. And they, and they like go through it's 
It's crazy. Should we that, change our last name to Peach? Yeah, I think so. I think you need to. That one Natalie made me Peach. really laugh. I was yeah. like, Ryan and Natalie Peach. Ryan and Natalie Peach. Hey, like, where did it pull Peach from? Radio yeah, where did it pull Peach from? Fucking Rate Maker. El Diablo. At El Diablo. It. it was funny. <laughs> but yeah, if you get an opportunity to just That's go funny. on ChatGPT and just like mess around with it, it's it'll reply to emails. Like you can say reply to this email and put the email in there and hit reply and it'll give you a very, very good response. Wow. Here's you can like change thing. things, right? It's a great launching point for anything you mm-hmm. need to do. So I don't know if this is is related to ChatGPT, but have you seen like all the AI videos that have been coming out? With like AI art and Not just like art, but... I saw like that headshot one. So like, there are there are actual videos, right? Like YouTube videos or whatever of Donald Trump saying like i committed fraud illegal acts and i should be in prison and blah blah and it's it's fake it's ai it's like oh, AI. Really? but it looks it's- and sounds exactly like him i saw one that wow. was uh there's this this host his name is tucker carlson he's on, he's on fox oh, yeah. news right and he was saying this stuff that's i mean we won't get into politics here but he was saying stuff that was outlandish and, and insane and if you if you, yeah, we know. if you agree right you might think oh well, that's normal but this was like aliens are coming down and they're going to kill us. And I, I have an on good authority that it'll be happening tomorrow afternoon at 7 p.m. <laughs> and it looks and sounds exactly like yeah. this guy. Yeah. But it's AI. Yeah. Right. And there's this like deep fake porn now where <laughs> you just take like Jeff's face and oh, put it on some dude's body. Is that, Jeff's is that, that controversy with yeah. those streamers? And it's all this AI stuff that is just so it, it's, it's like f- almost impossible to tell that it's fake. That's, that's scary. Crazy. So you can and just like go on and I can scary. have like Natalie Peach and Ryan Peach like bang. Bang. You can just bang. watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like freaky. There was this website that made <laughs> deep fake porn of these like famous like Twitch streamers. Sure. And they didn't know about it. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. then someone was like, hey, look at this. Hey, and they linked them it. and it's like, oh my God, it's my face on some other person's body. Yeah. But it looks like if you didn't know, you would think it was yeah. me right. and I'm just in porn. That's freaky. Without and their permission. Are, yeah. Without their permission, right. Things and so, are getting... So ChatGPT is another, like, form of that. You know, there's mm. all this AI stuff is kind of... And like, and like you said, like, the AI art. Yeah. All that stuff is like, what are we going to ever need? Yeah, what's going to be real? We're going to be able to no. do anything. We don't have to do anything. See, we're turning into Wally. We can just sit in those chairs and zip around. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, really? <laughs> I'm also kind of down That's like that. the that beginning great. of it. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. It looks like they only drink Slurpees, too. Yeah, they do. That sounds great. Good fucking luck. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I've been watching some stuff. Okay. Oh boy. It's a little weird. Oh, boy. Okay. I can't help it, okay? I like what I like. I've been watching a lot of rug-washing ASMR. Oh, my God, he has. <laughs> what? It is mesmerizing, but it's weird. So it's a dirty rug. Okay, dirty It rug. looks like a rug was dipped it's dirty. in mud. It's dirty, I get it's it. fucking dirty. I know what a dirty rug looks <laughs> like. It's like brown. It's just like You don't got to tell me Olive Garden stories. Sludge, okay? <laughs> and then there's this just this person, and they just clean it. Like power wash it? Or they power like, wash it, and then they squeegee it, and then they... It's like all... Ryan's sped, got like shampoo it. Up. Oh, so that's the thing I wanted to say. But they do I it also like sped enjoy, up, so it's like really fast, and then they do sure. it so many times, and, and you see like, what the rug you actually the, looks like in the end. Yeah. I've seen that with people like cutting like really terrible lawns lately. I, Is that what you were going to say? I also enjoy watching YouTube videos of guys who just cut people's lawns. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. It's not sexual. Okay, um, but it's not not sexual. Either. Oh man, <laughs> it's like some nebulous in between yeah. thing. It's like I'm turned on, not like in a sexual way, but my body is definitely reacting to it Your in a way that if a teacher really saw me, I'd be sent it. to the office. <laughs> oh my god, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but I watch these rug washing ASMR videos, and I'm like, yes, 
Yeah, clean it. That's dirty. Uh, wash that rug. <laughs> I'm like, that lawn needs Cut to be edged. Yeah, whip it. Whip edge it. that lawn. Oh, oh my God. Edge, edge it. <laughs> and again, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not like rock hard. But there's something going on. But like, if Natalie somewhere. was here, listen, I. I'd take it out. If on she her. like, if I'm like, or, or if I was like downstairs watching it, and I heard Natalie come down the stairs, I would switch it real quick. You know, like, <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Gosh. like I turned off. She can't know I'm watching the ricks again. Quick. Yeah, can't know I'm so watching the like, I don't really, I don't really understand it. It's confusing in a way that like people that are like, am I gay? It's kind of like that. Like, do I, lo- do I love? Am rugs? I attracted to rugs? Is this, is this my, <laughs> is this my fetish? Cutting? I can't believe you said the lawn cutting. That's exactly is right. That lawn cutting my fetish. Is that my is that thing? thing? Is yeah, that my, my fetish? But again, it doesn't feel sexual. It just doesn't feel dirty rugs getting cleaned. It feels some. There's some nebulous that I have like just satisfying. discovered in between non-sexual and sexual. There's some nebulous there, and I found it. <laughs> It's a non-zero sexual identity. Yeah, it's like it's like a stuff. This is definitely not a platonic thing going on. There's something going on here, but it's not like I'm getting off on it. Anyhow, and if people ever stop cleaning rugs, you can just watch AI cl- rug cleaning. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. You could put your favorite celebrities' heads on the cleaner. You could be like, look, Selena Gomez is cleaning, cleaning her rug. rug. How hot would this be? <laughs> now it's sexual. The future, baby. It is now right. sexual. Yeah. Now you've you added a sexual, sexual component to this oh, kind of non-in the middle of asexual thing, Kevin. <laughs> It's fucking weird, and I love it. I can't stop watching. Uh, so we don't only watch rug ASMR washing videos True. and lawn cleanings. We also play board games occasionally. Yes, mm-hmm. Jeff, can you tell do. us about one such board game that oh, you've been okay. playing? Okay, Devin and I have been actually oh. playing a few games. We had spring break recently, so that we got a couple games at the table, and we played this game that's been sitting on my shelf of shame for a little too long. Okay. Sometimes I have games, and they're sitting there. I'm like, you can sit there. Yeah, you're fine. But this one, I was like, why haven't I opened you up and just cleaned Fucking your rug. Laid you out. <laughs> yeah. So, mowed your lawn. Your lawn. <laughs> this is a Vladimir Suchi game. Ooh, whack who me. Love like this we, man. Like weed whacking, I thought. Oh, yeah, whack him. Okay. To whack him. Like whack him. Messina 1347. So, you've had this one for a while. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, it's been sitting there. I keep hitting this. So, I'm also wearing headphones for the first time in our podcast um, mm-hmm. world. Yeah, we've changed. And I feel some like things. I keep hitting this uh, cord and. It's driving you crazy. My bad. <laughs> um, oh, you're good. So. Yeah, it's, it's kind of sat on my shelf, and I've had it for just too long, because usually when I have a sushi game, I'm like, I want to play it right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like, this is boy. a game. This is a game that I'm going to like. I want to play it, get it to the table. For sure. Yeah. And I just didn't. Right? Like, I bought Llama Land, and it's still just sitting in my... I'm like, okay, it was <laughs> really? cheap, and it was yeah. there, right? Llama Land's um, okay. But this one I wanted. Vladimir Suchi is a guy who, when he makes a game... See, Natalie just did it, too. Just hang when up on When he makes thing. a game, I take note. Like, I want to know what he's making. Yeah. I want sure. to know. I want to know him, because other games, Underwater Cities, my favorite game of all time. Pulsar, one of Natalie's favorite That's games of so all time. So good, a great game that I like. Last Will, Praga Kaput Regni, and then this new one, which is my most wanted game, Woodcraft, which I need. Everyone's playing. Is it that and nowhere? Like, oh, can you not find that? Why I don't think, we own this yet? I think I saw it a miniature market. I'm in this lull of like I haven't bought games in a while. Yeah, same. That's good for me. Um, no way. But I want Woodcraft. Yeah. So I'm gonna buy it. Same soon. So this is, again, Messina 1347. From here on out, I'm calling it Messina because I'm not going to... Yeah, saying the numbers. Come on. Yeah, okay. It's Messina. It's a little bit So the Black ridiculous. Plague happened in the 1300s. Did you know that? I heard about it. Is that the rats uh, one? Okay, it's a few years. The rat yeah. one, it's like five, eight years, 10 years, something like that. The shitload of people died. Like 100 million to 200 million people died. Whoa. No The Black way. Plague was like... Was that the one with those masks? The bl- You know what I mean? Oh, they have like the... I don't know. Like the pointy Wait, nose and yeah. the masks. You know those like masks... That people would wear no. during the black was it the black plague? Really? I Is that know. the same as the bubonic weird, plague? They're, those are different plagues. Probably. I think they're different. Uh, bubonic okay. black plague, the 
the pandemic plague. Yeah. Are there any other? Are there, yeah. are, are there any other famous plagues than the Black Plague and the Bubonic Plague? What's another well, famous like plague? plague? I know. Like, at what point do you get the plague? plague on like, words. at what point does a pandemic turn into a plague? Oh. I feel like, like saying the word plague, plague is weird now. Um, plague. the mask was, I was to plagued remove with a plague. bad plague. smells. Oh, from dead people. That's what the masks were for. From you the Black this. Plague. I do know that thing, but that is was that what worn it's from? for on a during a plague. Yeah, the doctors wore them. Doctor. Yeah, what's the what like? What makes a plague a plague? I'll Google it. Yeah, you you, like right, you do that. No, you. If you went on Chat GPT, they'd just tell you. <laughs> yeah. So you wouldn't even need to click on another thing. <laughs> so Messina's in Italy. Okay, now you know. This. Is it a city? Um, yeah, it's in Sicily. It's one of the cities in Sicily in Italy. Oh, um, cool. And okay, so think the 1300s. You know, back in the day, uh, Messina. In Messina, players represent these families who are trying to leave town, move to the countryside oh, to avoid the plague. the plague. Right. Um, there are a couple, it's a little bit of a table hog. There's a board with some tracks on it um, and like a market essentially for stuff you're going to buy. There is this sort of hex city of Messina. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. You want to just think of Catan. Okay. It's, a it's hex. exactly Catan. It's exactly same the same fucking thing. game. Rest in peace guy. Yeah. Klaus Tauber. Yeah. Klaus the Catan guy died away. recently. Yep. Um, Very sad. Dude changed the industry, man. For he how did. much we kind of rag on Katan and people do, he that did. guy changed the board he gaming sure world. Did he do anything else? I don't know. Yeah, he did uh, the Catan Star Trek, Katan <laughs> Star Fairs, Katan Three. Yeah. Um, he did all. I don't know if he did anything else. Yeah, I don't know him by anything. He probably else. He probably did. I'm sure. But... So you have this like Hex City um, makeup, and then you have your personal player boards, not dual layered. Yeah, but it was a little on. You don't need dual layers. Yeah, but you should. You should. Sh- they should have. They blew it. They should have. It would have been. I would have been like. I wouldn't have said it was unnecessary, but they didn't need it. But okay, they should have. Sure. All right. Let's hear it. Oh, you have to play. Okay. I, I, sure, that's sure, a, sure. I see in your face. Um. Well, everyone knows what a pandemic is. We're just in it. It's basically an illness that spreads across the entire world. Sure. Um, but a plague is a particular illness caused by a certain type of bacteria. Okay, versus maybe a virus. So a plague sort of could be a pandemic. But a pandemic. But a pandemic is not necessarily a plague. Correct. Like a, all thumbs are fingers, but not all fingers. The plague is like it's all caused by a bacterium are... called Yersinia pestis, and then. No, Yersinia pestis. Yeah, <laughs> Let's talk about my Yersinia pestis. <laughs> and it's often transmitted to people by fleas. I love basal pestis. <laughs> you know, and this comes in different forms, like pneumonic. Pneumonic. Bubonic. Ah. Bubonic, pneumonic, black. What other plagues are there? Uh, Give me a sep- famous. Septicemic. Oh, no. what do you mean? Like, what are the famous plagues throughout plague, history? Plague one. <laughs> Play, Rogue, plague. Rogue One. Plague One. <laughs> Plague one. <laughs> Star Wars Plague Star One. Star Wars Plague One. Yeah. The plague. All right, keep going, Jeff. Watch looks up famous plague. So um, on your player board, you have this big circle with some various paths, which will kind of take some actions to move around that, which is pretty cool. So on your turn, what you do is you either place or move a meeple, which moving it. Um, <laughs> and then as you move to a tile, you're going to rescue citizens that are on that tile. Okay. So what you're doing, what it seems like thematically, is you're bringing along those people that live in Messina to your countryside. You're bringing them with them. Come sure. on. Sure. Yep. Get out of here. And then after you rescue citizen tiles, you fight the plague that's there if you feel like it with these fire tokens. And then you activate the tile that it's on. So you move to a tile, you f- save any citizens that are there, you fight the plague, and then you activate the tile. Got it. Okay. Um, citizens from plagued quarantine spot or uh, from spots that have the plague cube on it, they have to go right into quarantine. So you have to like bring them into your countryside, but you have to put them in a quarantine. Sure. You have like a little spot in your board. They can't spread the plague. They just sit there. Yep. Other citizens can go right onto your main board, which has all those various paths on it, or they can go into workshop tiles. They can just get working. So you take them, you're like, come and live on the countryside, but we're going to, you got to work a little bit if you want to live with us. So that's cool. Okay. Plague cubes, um, you have these fire tokens, you fight them, you move up tracks every time you fight the 
the plague cubes. If you don't, you get these rat tokens. Stinky old rats. Stinky old rat tokens. Um, and then the actions on the tiles include kind of Euro-y things. Getting resources, building upgrade <laughs> tiles for um, your quarantine uh, cabins. You get to move up some tracks. You get to upgrade citizens, so they give you more points. You activate citizens on your player board. Um, through this kind of unique movement system as you're moving around um, these different loops and activating the people that are um, in that sort of mini game kind of thing. Loop, right? Yep. Um, and then <clears throat> sort of throughout the game, you're earning points and you're actually earning bigger points by repopulating the hex tiles. So I don't know what how long this takes, like what the span of the game is, but at some point you want to pivot in this game to taking those people that you have kind of saved from the plague and then sending them back to the city. Okay. So each tile has like, all right, this tile needs two blacksmiths and a priest and a something, right? It tells you what yeah. it needs and then some sort of good, right? Mm -hmm. And you send them back and you put your like label on it that you've repopulated that part of the city. Okay. Okay. And then what's kind of crazy is you have this, you are now responsible for that city. So if that city ever gets a plague again, you lose points. If anybody goes there, you get points. So you're, it's like you're, you're taking claim over that part sure. of the city. Yep. Yeah. Um, each round, there's this little dial thing that really that turns and shows you where to put the plague cubes and the citizens. It's only six rounds. Um, so every round you have between three and five meeples. So three and five actions. Um, you start with three and then you try to work your way to get more meeples by moving up tracks and other kind of things, right? I like this theme. Okay. The theme, I'll start with that. I was surprised at how I kind of liked it. Yeah. It's just, it's different. It felt like... You know, did I feel sad for the people that died in the in the in the fake plague thing that I'm playing? No, <laughs> but there was this thing of like I'm saving you, mm -hmm. and you felt it a little bit, which you shouldn't because well, this is a Euro game and, <laughs> I, and a fairly heavy Euro game. Where in other games I don't care, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. But this one I was kind of like, I'm gonna move here. I'm gonna get this person. You can go work in my work in my workhouse, yeah, you know, yeah. workshop. And and it came through way better than I thought it was going to. Mm, cool. If you're looking for something that's sort of a unique theme. And if you attach yourself to theme in Euro games, I feel like this had more than, you know, like I loved, I'm looking at Tila Tomb. <clears throat> I loved that. I didn't feel like what I was doing. Yeah. Right. La Cremosa yeah. didn't feel the music theme I think at all. This I one, love this one. It seems like it has more of a, a theme you can not identify with, but like understand. Yeah. yeah. Some of these like trading in the Mediterranean games, you can't. You have no frame of reference right. because you, you can't, ha you can't to relate to it at all. all. Yeah. But something like the bubonic plague, you're kind of like, or the black plague, you're like, oh shit, yeah. okay. Yeah. People fucking died in this. Right. Rats. That, how many, and plus, how many games have that theme? I know. Radis. Radis. That's, that's the just, only other yeah. one I can yeah. think of. And it almost made the game easier for me to teach because, you know, it makes sense that if you take a tile, if you take a citizen tile from a spot that has a plague cube on it, it has to go into quarantine. Because that was some of the stuff I was I was kind of like, when I read the rules, I was like, how does this make sense? Like, all right, I take a citizen tile. Where can it go? Yeah. And as soon as I went, okay, well, if it's from a plague spot, it has to go into quarantine. And then you can move the other ones around kind of almost freely, but you can move them. I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. Yep. And yes. then in two rounds, if they're in the quarantine zone, they basically have two rounds and then they're out. And then they can go work, basically. They can go work in your um, in your workshops or they can go work on that main board wheel thing. So they stay in this quarantine for just two turns and then they go. Um, and I just, uh, uh, for, to me, it made sense when I was like telling yeah. Devin the rules, it was like, okay, that, that kind of helped help the game flow a little bit. Okay. I'm really curious why this game's not getting the love that I feel like it deserves. When did it come out? 21. I so think it's new. It's new. Ma oh, I don't think I it's 22. It new. If you want to look it up, but it's like, I think it's 21. That sounds right. It so does I don't sound know right. if it just got lost. Like it maybe got lost. 
Games get lost. Great 21. games get lost all the time. Right, I get it. I, I know great games get lost it's all the time. Ranked pretty high, honestly. It's ranked A forty seven. That's seven, good. Seven point oh, seven right. rating. And I feel like I just don't. Oh, there's another designer on it too. Seven points. Raúl Fernández Aparicio. Okay. Aparicio. Has he done anything else? Let's find out. Yeah, like it's getting on BGG. Yeah, it's like seven point seven right on BGG oh, with says some here, good ratings. Fucking nobody. Fucking nobody. Says. That's what. It <laughs> says. And he got to work with Vladimir Suchi. He's got another game called Four Pints, please. Oh, he's a. That's his other he's game. A drinker. That's that. That one is ranked seventeen thousand three hundred and thirty-two. Not good. Not good. <laughs> So yeah, like on BGG, you look at it and go, okay, it's 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 doing well. I don't see it places, right? People don't, you know, I listen to a handful of podcasts. I watch some videos. I, you know, go on Instagram and these things and look and we have a Discord and I just don't see it a ton. You're right. That's weird. Vladimir Suchi usually commands attention. Yeah. yeah. So like I don't Praga know. Praga was a really huge release. This. Yeah. And, and I think I like this a little better, better than I like Praga, at oh, least after damn. play one. Um mm-hmm. And, have you and, just played Praga once? Yeah, once? so I bo- both have them at one play, and I'm I'm yeah. sure when I play Praga again, I'll love it because I love I remember loving it the first play, mm-hmm. and maybe I like this better because I I just Fresh, played it. Yeah, um, Devin really liked it. She I think it was like the second round, so okay. like her maybe fifth or sixth action, and she was like, "This is cool, I like this." And she does <laughs> that's not usually things that she that's like a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> and she like knew what she was doing. She was cruising right along. Um, the pacing of the game, I thought, was really great. I think that's something that if the two of you play this game, that you would notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love, you guys know how I love, like, timing and pacing in yeah. games. Yeah. That's why it the started, so It started slow, you. right? Where it was like, okay, you go to a spot, and I get a wood. Okay. Yeah, what am I, I got a worker. He's got to go to quarantine. He can't do anything right now. And you just kind of start with, like, your first three to ten actions are kind of building up. And once that like fourth round hits and the last, you know, your last 12 to 15 actions feel like, okay, now I'm, now I'm going Mm -hmm. because what's cool is that that little mini game you're playing on your player board, you're moving this token around and you're basically activating the citizens that are in these different zones. So you can turn, all right, you go to a tile, you activate your circle and then that circle activates two of your workers, two of the citizens in that zone. And that then gives you like two more actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't have this continuous um, from like start to finish comboing, but yeah. the back half of the game feels like satisfying and cool. That yeah. sounds And I fun. really liked that. I also just <clears throat> liked that it felt, I didn't feel like I got the game after the first play. Devin and I took completely different routes mm-hmm. to playing this game <clears throat> and we were close at the end. Wow. Um, you know, it, it's like one of those things where you get points for going up on the tracks and being like higher on the tracks. I was higher on the tracks. If she beats me on one of the tracks, we end up like tying or something, Damn. right? Yeah. Cause we, it's like a 10 point swing. And it just felt like I could do something totally different in this game. There was like end game scoring that Devin didn't get any points on. Wow. But she was like in it and like right there at the end. Yeah. yeah. So you can, I could just try to go heavy on this, this yeah, scroll like action. Like and move up a lot of game. different ways. And I just felt like I was like, man, there's a lot that I could Like you don't do. have to just take one path. To win. Yeah. So I'm I'm really impressed with it. I think the um there's some layouts with the hex tiles that can change things. There's also a backside of the player board that makes your player board I guess asymmetrics the, the right word. All, all everybody's player boards and the, the mini game circle is a little bit different on everybody's board, which I think is pretty cool. So I think Devin and I will play that next time. We'll probably flip the board over. Um Okay. I would say if I'm looking at downsides, it's maybe a bit like the, the in-between rounds are a bit tedious where you kind of have to reset some things and then put new cubes out, put new citizen tiles out. Sure. It gets easier as you go on, but it's it's still something to go, 
okay, that that takes a couple rounds to go. All right, rotate the thing, put these out. These tiles go away. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple fiddly rules with like plague cubes and fire tokens and how those get removed. They kind of updated the rules. Vladimir Suchi has a couple comments on Board Game Geek about what can remove what tiles, which I think fixed it really well. But other than that, like I really enjoyed the entire like puzzle of the game and like the experience of it. And I I don't know why it's not getting the love. I really liked it. It's weird. Can I read a couple comments here? Yeah. So our Nelson 89 just recently made this comment. Uh, he rated it an 8.5 and said this was an immediate buy after one play. And my opinion has only gone up from there. If you love a heavy, tight worker placement game, try this. Um, P1SZ, okay, Fred yep, says right very good game, thematical, lot of brain burning, always brings something new to the table, variable player powers, scrolls, different winning paths. I enjoyed every game we had, two player games. My wife is not a Euro fan, but she really likes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The downside is the lack of insert, okay. Uh, okay. not all, very pretty, yeah. and the long setup. Do you agree with the long setup? Yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's like take these tiles, shuffle them up, put them on this pass. A lot of people are the complaints people are having are the rule book is apparently terrible. Yeah, I didn't like I didn't love the rule book. Translation errors or something. Yeah, and I think talking about part of that is the there's this with the cubes and the fire tokens and knowing like what is adjacent. Can this can this hit this one and this one? Does it do both? <laughs> there's a couple clarifications in the rule in the BGG forums from Suchi himself. Yeah, but yeah, there's some there's some misses in the rule book for sure. Okay. Um, the, the insert is just it's it's no insert it's just a box you just put things in bags yeah, like it's shitty that but yeah that's whatever i'll whatever. probably print something or that doesn't bother me yeah. at all yeah i'm scrolling through these comments they're all like sevens or higher yeah which it's just awesome it's i think it's really good and it works well too um with with three and four the the hex spaces just get bigger there's just more sure so it's just the the area which you can move around there's some tightness and like and it also it's very close to like that true worker placement where only one person can be on a hex at a time. Mm, mm-hmm. So if I go to a spot and stand up, it blocks it, but it's never like, that's never game ruining. No. Yeah, so what would no. happen is like you go to a spot. That's the type of constraint you like. Yeah. So you go to a spot and, and, and it gets blocked, but okay, there's a similar action three spots away. I'm just going to have to pay two bucks to get there. Right. Sure. So your movement yeah. is then just different. And, and because there's so many different paths, you just kind of like pivot and you just, Go. Oh, I, I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was very, very good. Well, Wahala rated a six, Ooh. and he says, "Okay, game. It has rats. Okay, game. It does. Okay, game. He's right. It's got rats. Okay, game. Six. It's got rats. It's got rats. It's got rats. Well, he maybe he was like, ah, stinky rats. old rats. Stinky old rats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex Juju says missing a yellow meeple. Ah, oh, shit. Six. Mm. <laughs> that would suck. So Messina thirteen forty-seven. Yeah, that Messina would. Messina thirteen forty-seven gets a big um. Thumbs up from me. If you've played it, I'd be curious to talk to you. I know Swoozle loves it. He was super happy that Damn, I got I to play it. I want to play this now. I love sushi. Um, yeah, I think maybe it needs to be... We should just have like a sushi day. Yeah, Ooh, sushi day. Sushi yeah. to me day. Oh, and then get sushi. Sushi and... Oh, we'll be right back. That's good. That's good. We'll be right back. Wait, so, real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. Are you talking about, about a plague? plague? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are these like t- famous plagues? Okay, the t- biggest like three plagues ever Brittany plague. were Plague of Justinian. No. Okay. I know you've probably never heard of it, and then just my principal the in middle black school is Mister Justice. Maybe it was by him. <laughs> the Black Plague, and then the bubonic, bubonic Plague, which is really called the Third Plague. Well, it was the third. Bubonic Plague was the third one. Well, that's the yeah, third one. But she the said. third plague ever. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> official three. name I think is the Third Plague, but that was the bubonic plague. 
the official name is third. They're like, you know what? This isn't really catchy. Yeah. What's catchy? Let's go with boobonic. What if we call it boobonic? What did you just say? Did you, I just did misspoke. You say, did you say boob? I misspoke. Did you say okay, I misspoke. Okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's what we're calling, calling it. Boobonic. Boobonic. Uh-huh. Way to go, boob. <laughs> a bunch of years ago, I attended a convention I've talked about on the show 846,000 times called Grand Con. Well, my first time going, I ran into and played a bunch of games with a guy by the name of Matt Riddle, who at the time like had it. really only designed Fleet. And not Fleet the dice game, but Fleet the 2012 card game. Back then, Fleet was a pretty big deal, and so it was really cool for me to not only have met him, but also played a bunch of games with him. I would see him at Grand Con um, years in the future and other conventions throughout the years, so we kind of became buddies. I remember him teaching me Wasteland Express the year that came out. Oh, right. Yeah, and just hanging out and playing a ton of games with I him. I love the art in that game. That's, Sorry, God, it's the beautiful. Art is so freaking it's cool. beautiful yeah. in that game. Yeah. Anyway, Matt Riddle is a genius, okay? We played Istanbul one time at a Grand Con, and I remember him saying things like, well, this game is neat, before getting to five gems, before anyone else had three. (laughs) He's got that math brain that I'll just never have, but I'm always really, really jealous of. Mm -hmm. Uh, When Three Sisters came out last year, I feel like he finally got the due that he's deserved. He always tells me, he likes to tell me he's a B-list game designer. Well, Three Sisters is about as A-list of a game as you can get. Agreed. Right. Uh, that game took over everything when it came out. It even featured in Roberto and Kate's wedding photos. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, the game was everywhere. And I was you know really, you're something when you get you, in Roberto. When, when and you're Kate. in yeah. the sheer boredom's wedding photos, you have made it as a game. Uh, <laughs> the game was everywhere. I was really interested in their follow up design, Motor City, which if you live near the Detroit area like we do, is a pretty cool theme that I could care less about. Basically, <laughs> Motor City is a roll and write game about running an automotive plant in Detroit during its heyday. The game feels very Three Sisters-ish as you're selecting dice to perform actions, which equate to crossing off boxes on your player sheets in a certain order. You have three tracks in the testing grounds, for example, that if you take the car action will let you cross off boxes along these tracks, like in the track order, right? Every so often, the boxes you cross off will have icons on them that either allow you to cross off more things elsewhere or give you icons you need to score endgame points. There's basically four main actions to take to cross off boxes on, and if you try to do everything, you are certainly going to fail, so picking a lane and sticking with it is important here. The game takes eight rounds, and after that, whoever has the most points wins. So, things I liked about Motor City. I like this game a lot more than I thought I would. Initial reviews of this one seemed a little bit lukewarm. Living up to a smash hit like Three Sisters is no simple feat, let me tell you that. But honestly... I really enjoyed this game. It gave me very uh, similar Three Sisters and Fleet the Dice game vibes while still feeling different enough to warrant owning them all, I think. It's almost impossible not to directly compare them as they're so similar. Uh, So I think that accounts for the bit of the soft reception for this one. I really enjoyed, though, the decision about like which action to take, whether or not I should take the associated action or upgrade my Uh, or upgrade another action, or which bonus to go for, how exactly to craft my turn. Like Three Sisters, you have leftover dice at the end of everyone's round, um, and you all get to do that, which is really fun. And that also created some really fun decision points. Lots of times I would hope that Natalie was not going to take this one certain die, so I could take a different die and then still get to do that action afterwards. And it felt really great when she chose a different die instead. So stuff like that was really, really fun. I loved that a lot. Things I didn't like so much. um, Again, I can't help but compare this directly with Three Sisters. And if I'm going to do that, it's not quite as fun of an experience for me. Three Sisters has some sort of magic baked into that game. I don't know if it's the theme, the artwork, the flow, or what exactly it is, but there's something magical about that game that just feels special that for some reason I didn't feel in Motor City. All the guts are very similar, but using dice to water a garden or grow pumpkins or create a wheelbarrow 
just I guess feels a little more inherently enjoyable to me than taking the production action to cross out boxes or go around a track in the testing grounds. It's a cool theme, but not as whimsical and fun in a game format. Hopefully that makes some sense. I don't know if it does. I also have a similar <laughs> complaint to Three Sisters in this where it's sometimes difficult to keep track of all the bonus actions and things you're doing on your turn. You want to just bing, bang, boom, go, go, go. And all the stuff you kind of do forces you to stop and take your time to make sure you did all the steps correctly or that you're not missing something. You'll get like a free action from researching and then you'll go to use it and it will give you other things. And by the time you finish doing all of that, you kind of forget what you did that started this whole chain. And then you might forget where you were on your turn. It's not a big critique, but it was one little sticking point that held me back from having like a ton of fun. I was taking longer and not just to decide what to do, but to make sure I had done everything properly or I hadn't forgotten a step. Something like Hadrian's Wall handles this differently and a little better, I think, because you have physical components to track it all. And that works much easier. But you wouldn't want something like that in this game. Um, so it can be maybe slightly easier to accidentally cheat in a game like this, which is a slight bummer. But overall, I thought this game was fantastic. I would happily play this more to try different paths or maybe give the expansion a shot that it comes with. I think if you're only going to get one of the, it's called the Loaded Roll and Write series. Okay. It, which consists of Motor City, Three Sisters, and Fleet the Dice game. I think I would probably tell you to get Three Sisters. If someone was like, hey, I want to try these. Which one do I go for? I think I'd probably tell you to get Three Sisters. But if you're getting a little tired of Three Sisters and you're looking for something similar yet different, mm -hmm. this is your game. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really, really fun. Every time that I was doing something, I was like, ooh, ooh. You, I, like, I really enjoyed almost every action that I took. Mm -hmm. I'd take a die uh, and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to take the bonus. Ooh, the bonus is kind of sweet. That gives me two bucks. Oh, now I have five. So, ooh, I could upgrade this now if I want to. Mm -hmm. I can upgrade this action. It's like, oh, yeah, but then I don't get to take the action yeah. associated with it, which I need to do that because then that will get me the next yeah. stop. But if you upgrade it, you could put the dice on that action. Yeah, and then, then I get it. two yeah. actions or three actions. Is it worth actions. it now to upgrade or is it? Right. Yeah. Or yeah. like, oh, do I, because that's the only die there, so I can't take it again. Or you might get the action that lets you upgrade, but then the coffee marker is on that one, which you can't put yeah. the die there then to take it, which is a bummer. And there's all these cool little decision points that just like Three Sisters and even Fleet the Dice game, I was just like, this is fun. Mm-hmm. I'm having a great time. Um, so that was that was about what I thought. I thought it was really, really good. I liked it a lot. I still think if you held a gun to my head, Three Sisters is the one I would go for. What do you think, Natalie? Uh, I also really like this one a lot. Um, I think it's so similar to Three Sisters. It was, I mean, and I like Three Sisters, so it was hard not to like. It also kind of gave me the same kind of feelings as Three Sisters and Demeter. And You're right. One of the my favorite things about it, I guess. And the thing that felt like those two games is that you could go in so many different directions, but you definitely could not do close to everything. Um, and I like that about those games because it kind of makes me want to come back to it and try other paths and other things. And in, uh, motor city, there was like, there's like, um, these engineering tracks and there's this production line. And then there's these like, auto tracks or something and it's like almost like a racetrack yeah yeah, yeah like, like a racetrack. testing and testing like, yeah. for example like the um the engineering track there's like i don't know i think there's like six of them or something but yeah. like there's no way you can go on all of those I tracks i think you literally cannot literally, yeah at the most you can maybe do four of the six and you have to be like really careful like which ones you choose and same thing with like when you're going on the production path you know you need certain things to get 
points on that track that come from other areas of the game and if you're not even like attempting those areas then you're not going to get this yeah. you have to like pay attention to those things which was like a kind of cool thing yeah that i don't know if three sisters really had no this was like one notch like Agreed. up in complexity yeah, for yeah. Three sisters um I mean, but I had like the same feeling where in Three Sisters where you can get a bunch of cool combos, like some turns, you're just like, oh, I'll do this. Oh, and that gives me this. And now mm-hmm. I can do this. And, you know, I guess I, you're right. If I had a complaint, it would be that sometimes I would like lose track and I'd be like, oh no, like where was I? So I would always yeah. try to go in like the exact order that you should be going so I can get back to that yep. easily if like other things came up. But just in general, doing that is also super fun. Yes. Um. And yeah, I mean, I've, I'm excited to play it again. I liked it a lot. Uh, I agree about the theme. That's not really my thing, but it didn't really matter, honestly, because it was just fun playing the game and checking off all the stuff. So I liked it a lot. Cool. What about you, Jeff? You played this one. I liked it. Devin liked it. That's it. No. <laughs> I, this, so this is the first time Devin's played a roll and write like this. Mm. Yeah. So other, you know, quicks and... and so uh, she hadn't it, played Three Sisters, huh? No, she doesn't oh. play Three Sisters. I think maybe, I don't want to say the heaviest roller. It was probably a flip and right up, like Explorers, if you remember me talking yep, about that. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. That was probably heaviest, but that was probably like the the most combo-y kind of thing. So with all the X's you're making in, on the pads yeah. and it's got the tiles. Yep, and the t- that's, I like that game. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'm like, Devin, would you play this again? And she was like, yeah. I, I thought it was a, a decent amount of time, too. It only took us maybe 45 minutes with rules. Um, yeah. It wasn't too bad. And so I didn't, I actually didn't think it was overly combo-y. I don't know. Like, yes, there were times where, you know, you because you take the board, you take the board action kind of thing, dice, and then you place the dice somewhere to do it, mm-hmm. which is one, maybe a half a step to a whole step more than Three Sisters. Yep. Yeah. But I didn't feel like, yes, I agree with you that sometimes I would get lost and go, all right, would that my... Was that my board action? Because if sometimes you did a board action, you could then cross off something else. Was that my board action or was that the dice action? Mm-hmm. But I never felt like I I crossed off one thing and then it was like four minutes later of like no, crossing yeah, things off. It wasn't that bad. Um, but I do agree like, okay, what did I just do? So then you, right. you kind of have to remember. Yeah. Um, I liked that you, for some reason I liked that it was cool that you like took the dice action and then that dice then basically became a placeholder to do another action on your board. Like, and it didn't have to be the one that was the rolled. same one. Right. Yeah. And that's where I, I felt like some of the actions comboed really cool because you weren't just doing the engineering track three times. Mm-hmm. And then that caused other things. It was, now I'm going to do the engineering track. And then that engineering track is going to help it because I'm going to put this dice on production next yeah. that I already set up right. with my dice, which I thought was really cool. And to Natalie's point, like I think I messed up probably a bunch on paying attention to like, oh, wait, because there's all these, there's like these tires and there's these crates that you cross off. And then the clipboards. And all of those are like contract fulfillment event. Like, yeah. so if you cross off the the B tire on the track, it's like, oh shit, where's the B tire on the other thing? And I bet if I was playing, paying more attention, you'd be able to figure out. And that's what I'm looking forward to. The next one is going. Agreed. Because there were like maybe four things that I crossed off. Where I'm like, I'm never. Never going to yeah, get that. I can't reach the F. Great. Why did I even do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I also really liked that there were um, in the engineering track and the, the testing track, there were you had to unlock them in order to actually do the Score. track, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. In a lot of these games, everything's just kind of open and you just keep pinging and bouncing mm-hmm. off things and doing all that kind of stuff, which again, I love in those games, but this was cool where it's like, okay, I have to unlock this engineering track right? Um, in order to do anything. And that just added another layer of 
thought. Yeah. Yes. A great decision point. Yeah. Which one do I pick? And, They're and, all good. And you do that like, and that's the first thing you do is you unlock one engineering track and one testing track. And yeah. that, that kind of, that sets the tone, sets it up. Sure yeah. does. And then, you know, if you get a certain amount of money, you can unlock the next engineering track sort of quickly. If you get enough of the research thing, right? Yep. You get the yeah. third one. You the can third do one. All right. Well, now what? If I'm on this track, then I, I'll hit the it's B. It's almost too it early. To At that it. point, you're almost yeah. like, do I know what I want to do yet? This is a yeah. huge decision. Maybe. I, so what I did in our, in our first play, because what Jeff's talking about is you get that second you're, that second engineer, you can get real quickly. And I was like, I don't think I'm far enough along yet that I know where I want to put this. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, I remember both Devin and I did did one, and she was kind of like, I don't know why I did that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah me yeah. too. Because I, I tried to go on the engineering tracks that bumped me up on the, um, like, upgraded it right yeah. you want to go up in there and then you can upgrade it yeah or if you shoot really fast across the production line you're not getting those contract points but you're getting the um that initial upgrade almost right away yep. right that any of you mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. fourth and box or so right devin devin won this game by a few and she got a lot more points on the the speedometer which is kind of like oh, yes. accumulating points like accumulating points every single round she got right. a lot more points than i did and i was like i'm gonna catch up an end game and i didn't Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I'm only behind one or two, right. but it's like but then eight it's rounds like, in a row. Yeah, right? and like, I'm not up 20 like, going into nah. this. <laughs> so, like, like you said, like you both said, maybe Three Sisters is better. And I, I had a, a handful of people kind of message me as I was playing this game, and I talked to them, and I don't know which one's better. Yeah, same. I don't know which one I had more fun playing. I just know that I had fun playing both of them. Yeah, I, agree. I do think that M- Motor City is is maybe a half a step heavier. Because there's an extra, you know, whether it's a round or two, or there's an extra one, two things to think about as you're mm-hmm. taking an act, like almost like a little three more careful about what you choose. Yeah, yeah, rather than two, right? So on, on Three Sisters, I think you take the dice, the number, and an action. And mm-hmm. then in this, it's the board action, action, action kind mm-hmm. of thing, whatever. Yeah. If you've played them, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I think it's a cool, like, in this kind of system of, like, fleet, Dice game, Three Sisters, and Motor City. I would I would play them all independently of each other. I don't and be happy f- and yeah. be happy with mm-hmm. them. Or if some if you just had one, I think you'd also be happy. Right. Um, you don't necessarily need them all, yeah. but and they're it's all weird good. because <laughs> if you were to say like, hey, what's what's a more appealing theme? Like Motor City cars. You live close to Detroit. That sounds or growing gardens. Motor City sounds like it has a cooler theme. Yeah, and and maybe it that like. Maybe in practice to me it didn't like and the look of it is kind of not as cute. Yeah, yeah, the look the look had a lot to do well, with it. Yeah. I think three sisters We're like, not like is very people. pleasant looking. Yeah, and Motor City's just like grays and yeah, it's kind of industrial blues. looking. Right. Like yeah, and that doesn't really do it for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, you know. So and I don't know if it's you know if Motor City came first, would we be talking? Would we be doing the same thing to Three Sisters <laughs> as we're doing the Motor City and be like, I would just rather play more. like Motor City had yeah, this other. It's hard to tell because I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know either. No. Um, Three Sisters for me, for some reason, there's something about that game, and maybe again, maybe it was the time it was released, and vice versa. It's got this magical feeling to it. It's got this like when it came out, it was like yeah. I don't know, it was like so cool. And mm-hmm. the two of you were in your like roll and ride, ride phase, oh, yeah. which is probably was potentially part of it. Um, I mean, I still just love every roll and ride I play. Uh, yeah, for the most part, the, I I really liked it too. Yeah, like and I, and I would play any of them. And next thing. We, the three of us, are going to give away a brand new copy. What? Of Motor City Holy to you. Shit. Snap. Because Chad over at 25th Century sent me a copy to give away 
to one of our listeners. That's very Specifically, nice. one of our listeners who is also a Patreon backer. Patreon. Oh. If you are a Patreon backer, you are automatically entered into winning a brand new sealed copy. So this isn't like I just played it and now I'm sending it to you because I'm keeping my copy. Brand okay, and Ryan's you're gonna, his Yeah, copy, you're going to okay? send, yeah. send the old I one. bought a shrink wrapper. Hey, maybe that'll be gonna, worth more to these people who are like, wow, yeah. Jeff actually played this. I will this. put Jeff my score, wow. <laughs> score sheet in the box for you. I could you. think if I was like, if I was like a big fan of like uh, some really awesome podcast, you know, sure, yeah, like, I, Ryan would, it, would it be more <laughs> fun to have like, like, okay, let's just say for instance, I'm a Patreon member for the Secret Cabal, and I'm like, all right, Three Sisters just came out, and I could have the copy that Jamie played once, yeah, or a brand new copy. I might be like, well, I don't know, I kind of want yeah, the one Jamie played. That's, that's, that's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. Too bad you're getting a sealed. You're getting the sealed copy. Um, Too bad for you. <laughs> you're getting a new copy of Motor City <laughs> with the possibility. Of me and or Ryan and Natalie just chucking in some other games. Maybe some more stuff. You might just get Ooh. some stuff. But it you will definitely get a copy good stuff. of Motor City. So It is time for us to finally thank the patrons. Well, one of for them. Their <laughs> for their support. For their support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Support, yes. And Stuff's so coming if your you way. are already a patron, you're in. You're in, the, you're in the drawing. Auto in. If you sign up um, and give us $1, you will... Be entered if you sign up before the next episode. So we'll wait two weeks, and then on the next episode we'll announce the winner. We'll get we ha- I think we have addresses and stuff. If you are international, what we will probably do is we'll talk to you, figure something out. Maybe we'll go on your version of Amazon and just send it to you from there or yep. something like that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we'll pick a U.S. winner too if something like that happens, and we'll just send for yeah. sure. We'll figure out ways to yeah. We won't give just back exclude if you're yeah. Not and now you can technically. Sign up for the Patreon, and then after the giveaway is over, you just yeah, win. You could just be like, get rid of the Patreon. However, that's I rude. would caution you against that because this is the beginning of more great things coming to our patrons. Uh, we've been promising things for a long time, and but we're we going to finally start making good on that. At least for now, stuff. Yeah, and it's not only going to come in the form of giveaway games. There's going to be exclusive content that we're going to figure out what to do that nobody will have access to except you. We better do it. It's a lot of like rug washing videos, but it'll be cool. You're going to <laughs> like you're gonna it's gonna be gonna make our you're own. gonna react. It's gonna be Jeff reacting to me watching yeah. rug washing yeah, ASMR like, is going. No, I would no, like to be power washing our deck. <laughs> I think I think uh, I would rather watch Natalie reacting to you watching this. <laughs> and just like Natalie just going, <laughs> Ew, oh, Ryan. Oh, what are you god. Oh my god. <laughs> Yuck. Do I need to get a rug? <laughs> Stop shaving, Natalie. Instead of like the oh, girls dancing it, thing, yeah, it'll be like it. girls dancing, pubesing. <laughs> we told that right. Rug washing, girls ASMR. dancing. Yeah, they girls use dancing, dancing, girls that's dancing. That's like half of my of my. That's like and now it'll be like, like rug washing, Instagram, rug washing. <laughs> this is rug washing, girl dancing, rug washing, girl dancing. Long There's this other thing I like where this guy like has like a he's got like a um it's like on a potter's wheel okay but it's a it's a oh, whiteboard yeah and he spins the whiteboard he's got he's oh, got like a dry erase marker and he just like touches it to it and it makes, it makes these patterns. cool designs. I like yeah. I like people who have some unique cool talent. talent. Yeah. It's just cool it's, to watch. Like I. There's this, I think this comedian a while ago said something like, are we all extremely good at something, but maybe we've never tried it? We don't it? know what it is. Ooh, yeah, probably. Like, like, what if you're amazing at giving head sand art and you've uh, never done oh, it? I would love you know to be I mean? a sand you artist. You just haven't done it. Like mandalas? Yeah, like you could be amazing at it, but you just haven't done it. I or feel like head. I'm not, I haven't found my thing. Me either. Oh, you have. <laughs> Ryan says it's... Beachers. You have. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sex in the beachers. 
You have, and it's butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Jeff? Okay, so everyone at this table That's knows me. that I really enjoy like escape room games, puzzles. Oh yeah. And, and just escape rooms. Yeah. Escape rooms. True. And then that version in a board game at my mm-hmm. house. So Devin and I played two smaller, quicker types of games. So this would, if you like unlock exit, the other ones, yep. like Chronicles of Crime and Detective are bigger games. This falls into the more of like unlock. Exit. Yeah. Those I wouldn't call like escape room. Right. That's more, yeah, the tech. Exit kind of Unlock thing. are definitely like escape um, games. So th- there's this one game. There's this game called Echoes. Okay, it's by Ravensburger and Little Box. Little Box game. It's ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, both of these games are like ten dollars. Wow. So if you're looking to, this is like a if you're looking to add a a game for free shipping, you're like close, like oh ten dollars. I only need ninety more dollars. Twilight Imperium. <laughs> yeah. um, so. Echoes has, there's like maybe four, three or four of these these type of games. So you know how Unlock has like the Unlock No Side Adventures, yeah, Unlock different themes Cowboys, and, whatever. Yeah. Um, this is, so I played, I think I played the cocktail one. Mm-hmm. Ryan just gave me another one called The Something. The Something. There's like The Dancer, and they did this promo at Gen Con where you bought a game and they would give you one of these Echoes. Da-da-da. So for some reason I was like, I want to try these because I just want to try them all. So. <laughs> This is a, um, like I said, cooperative game, cooperative mystery game, app-driven, um, and it, it's, it advertises an audio escape room, which is weird. That's weird. Like audio yeah. escape room. Right. Anyway. You just listen to it. Yeah. So the game comes with uh, six like chapter tiles. They're like thicker tiles. These are like the chapters. So in the one we had, it was like a typewriter, a telephone, a broken glass, and it just has like a picture of that on the chapter tiles. And then it comes with a bunch of cards. I think there's like... 18 or 24 different cards, okay, all with other pictures on them. Okay. So you open up the app, and you use the camera to scan the pictures. Think of it as like a QR code, but there's not a QR code. So the okay. camera the camera knows yep. you're like scanning a picture of the bar stool, or you're scanning a picture of the gun, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then it plays some sort of audio snippet. 15, like, like 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 5 seconds, at most maybe... 20 to 30. Okay. Okay. And it could be someone talking. It could be like rumbling in the background. It Ooh. could be um, someone like lighting a cigarette. It oh, could be okay. a, a small conversation. So it's like if you were blind and you had to solve this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It should be called blind echoes. Yeah. So you, so you kind of like listen. Okay. All right. You're like, all right, what happened there? Someone light a cigarette. Maybe this. And then as you continue to scan all these cards, you sort of try to make things go together. So your goal is to find the cards that go together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then each of those cards that go together then go with one of those chapter tiles. So there's like a chapter tile and then there's three or four cards that go along with it. Got it. That says like, this is what happened in this chapter of the story. Okay. So for example, guy walks into a bar, he's angry, he sits at the bar, he's talking to the bartender, he orders a drink, he talks to this woman about why he's angry, and then he falls off the stool. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there's something like that. That's not really what happened in the story, but that's something. Yeah. So each of those cards is like, ooh, the stool kind of makes a noise and falls over. And you're like, okay, that was a crash. Yeah. Or he orders a drink and you hear the drink mix. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then there's also a few things. So you can't be totally blind. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> there's a few things on the cards that give you some clues to what you're looking at. So one of the ones in ours, which doesn't spoil anything because it's right there, yep. is each uh, there was a bunch of names on this drink menu almost. And it mm-hmm. showed you like, this is the drink that this person orders. Okay. So when you're listening to it, you don't know necessarily the person's name, but they ordered a drink 
and they're making a drink and it's like, okay, did they blend it? Did they shake it? Did they do this? And you're like, okay. Have to figure out which oh, it did it that. Is to see like, oh, this is Tommy. Tommy sat down okay. and did this. So then that might Tommy lead backflip. you to the kind of leading. So yeah, Tommy Johnny, Johnny, Johnny back. Johnny backflip. Um, yeah. So then at the end, once you figured out each of the chapter titles, you then put the whole thing in order. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then at the end you say like, I did it. Here's an order. And it then plays kind of the last two minutes of the story and kind of puts it together. Sure. Um, we had to figure out who the who this gangster was in the cocktail one. Okay. So okay. who was the leader of this something or another? And I was like, I was pleasantly surprised. What were you expecting? I was expecting. So I've seen a lot of like eh, meh reviews out. Okay. Like sure. Like in the six and a half worlds of on um, mm-hmm. BGG, um, and even low rated unlocks get like seven. Yeah. Right? Six. So, so so even it would be like the lowest rated unlock. Okay. And that's kind of where I, I hold some of those games up. Like, if you're not better than an unlock, maybe I don't want to play you. Um, but this was much faster, which I really liked. I never felt overly stupid in any of these. Okay, good. There was not, like, there was not a puzzle to necessarily yeah. solve. We're like, oh, you need to twist this to do this. You're laying cards on top yeah. of each other. You're just kind of, like, listening. It's like, yeah. Which And deducing. Yeah, and I might... If you don't, if, if that sounds boring to you, you're going to fucking hate it. Like you're just kind of, li- you're trying to listen us, to a story. We're terrible. We yeah. cannot play them. Yeah. And, and this, this might it's be easier. different for you. Cause you're just kind of, you're trying to listen to a story. Yeah. And I was like taking kind of some notes like I would do in like Chronicles of Crime or sure. something. And be like, okay, the bottle was this sound. And then as we started to piece it together. Um, what do you so think like the age, lowest age? Could- I would think. I would think Cameron could play this. Mm. Okay. I don't. I couldn't. I don't know if there's any like. He's eleven. If they by say the way. shit or fuck or something. Like, yeah. I don't know if they say <laughs> yeah. like language, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but they probably don't. Yeah. I think he could. He could get into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at okay. worst, he could scan it and be like, "What do you hear?" Like, yeah. Like, he probably. Like, what love are you that. just hearing? Yeah. I bet he would love that. So I don't think it eliminates anyone from playing this game, which I think unlock can. Mm-hmm. Where you need to okay. kind of note, like, yeah, you don't need to have background knowledge, but you need to be able to like solve a puzzle, right? Or think a little bit. This is just kind of like listening. It's kind of more like common sense. <laughs> yeah, type which stuff. can lead to you not really being immersed in the game if you're not gonna like. I could see me playing this and not totally getting into it. Mm. Where like unlock, sometimes I'm like in it. Trying to yeah. figure out puzzles. Look at right. it. There's a map. There's an unfolding thing. Does this thing. have like a time not. limit? Like no. Nope. You just kind of okay. go. You I like that. Play. Thank God. Um, yeah. and, and there's no, like at the end, it was just kind of like, you did it. Mm-hmm. There's no score. There's okay. no stars. Yeah. You either did it or you, you didn't. Did <laughs> so to me, none of those were negatives. But I think when you read comments or if you've played this before, I think those would be your Maybe negatives. Maybe it was like a letdown It's not as immersive. It's not, there's not like these puzzly things. It's, it's an audio sequence putting together mm-hmm. which to me was fun i i liked it um devin also kind of liked it i'm excited to play the other one to see if the other one's like better or worse or whatever um but it was just something i was also glad that they did something different yeah this is different than the here's a puzzle solve yeah here's a puzzle solve um so yeah that was echoes i think it's a uh, it's a good ten dollar add-on to a cart yeah I don't necessarily say go Sounds to the like game store and buy it. Sounds like there's some decent amount of game in ten bucks. How long yeah. did it take you to play it? Less than an, we were done, and we were done in an hour. Less okay. than an hour. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I think is perfect because mm-hmm. sometimes those unlocks can creep up on. when, especially when you're dumb and you're like, "Shit, that's me." Um, and then, then of course, your timer is like going in the negative. 
Mm. Or, right. or sometimes like, those unlocks just end, right? Or something bad yeah. happens in an hour and you're like, well, I guess I can't finish it, which that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Or um, you like do something wrong and then you lose time. Yeah. And- so there's nothing like that. Uh, so I would say if you like that type of game, if you like these sort of mystery solving, puzzly kind of games, Echoes is is better than I thought it was. Am I going to call it great? No. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna call it good for better what, than what it is. Better than not great though. Yeah. 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 Especially for, yeah, for that genre. Um we so then we also played, I want to talk, we'll keep it in the in escape roomy kind of thing. Uh this game is called Escape from the Mall. Escape from the Mall. Which Let's is very much more mall. like the here's a puzzle, solve it, here's a puzzle, solve it, here's a okay. puzzle, solve it. Yeah. Um Escape this, from the Mall is also the theme of Magic Maze. Oh, yeah, yeah. Escape from the mall. <laughs> you're just escaping the mall. Yeah, so this has that goofy theme. It's set in the 80s or early 90s, and it's like mall madness. You and your friends are. Mm-hmm. You wanted to sleep in the mall, and you stayed in the mall. And you waited, and now you're in there. And for some reason, now you want to leave. <laughs> um, I'm almost positive I got this from Janelle at like a nerd fest a couple years ago. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> so I've been like hanging out to it, staring at it, and Devin and I. That's for why some I reason, haven't heard of it because it's a Janelle game. Right? Yeah. In back to back nights, Devin and I played Echoes, and then we played Escape the Mall. Oh. So this one is. The, the directions say that you could play it competitively. So Devin and I weren't going to do that. I wouldn't. We either. didn't do that. You don't Especially have to. These kind of games. But it does say you can play it competitively. And how you would play it competitively is there's four different puzzles. And each of these puzzles or solving things comes in an envelope. And each of the envelopes are themed to the mall, which is kind of cool. There's like an arcade, okay. a movie theater with a bunch of like 80s and 90s movie references. That is cool. So it's kind of cool. It's very on theme to what you're doing. Are and there you any open stores? up what? Are there any stores? Yeah. <laughs> it's a mall. Yeah. I, I was just sir. thinking like our mall, I'm like, is there an arcade and a movie theater? And this well, is the back 80s. in like, this is the, oh, like, like the mall heyday. Yeah, back in like arcades was like that was that's where you'd want to go at the mall. The mall was the place to be. And um so so each of the envelopes is something. So if you played competitively, what you would do is like if the three of us were playing, I would take an envelope, you would take an envelope, Natalie would take, boom. We would, mm-hmm. And then we'd open up and we would try to solve our own envelope. Yeah. And then once we're done, we would then go to the other one and we would try to solve them. And that each, whenever you solve one of the puzzles, it tells you a clue on what door you're going to escape from in the mall. And then there's a map. So then I would figure okay. out and be like, okay, it's door 14. So now I'm like, now with all of my clues, I've solved every four puzzles. It directs me to this one door, boom. Then there's this little like pop book where you open up a door and it says you escaped. So if I was the first one to do it, I would win. Yeah. Um, Devin and I just played it together. So we opened Mm -hmm. an envelope. We did the puzzle together. We got our clue that says the door is east of the elevator. And then that eliminated half of the map. Was it stupid not playing competitively? Like, were you like, eh, doing this together? I honestly, I think I would have gotten bothered play competitively because one of the puzzles Devin and I finished in like five minutes. And the other puzzle we finished in 20 minutes. Wow. So oh, it's like, wow. what if I had the 20-minute puzzle and, and you were just waiting for one. me to finish that one? Yeah. And so that was weird to me. I don't know if there is a way to like kind of – and maybe we're just dumb at one of those things or maybe the five-minute puzzle might have taken you 10 or whatever. Yeah. So No, if it took you 20 minutes, it's going to take us 60 minutes. Well, here's the thing. I think it would have taken you quick because it was like a polyomino thing. Oh, It took cool. us a long time <laughs> yeah. of like – it was almost like we were out. playing Tetris. Yeah. yeah. So you were playing Tetris and you had to fill up the thing and it was like, what, what, which one what of these is here? on – this special spot. And then uh, on the back of that piece, it said something. Ooh, but you had to fill fun. it up. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know. And we're, we're, Devin and I tried to like wiggle things around. We're yeah. like, fuck. So it might have taken you five minutes. But then there was a, like kind of a puzzle of um, who's at what movies. But it was like, you know, Janet is here, but she's also having this. So you have to like kind of like do this cross off thing. She's not having a cookie at the Goonies. <laughs> so you kind of are like making this checklist of where people aren't to try to figure out where they are. Yep. Um, that was a quicker one 
than the Tetris one. Anyway, um, I really liked for some reason that little thing at the end where you opened up this little door and it said if you escaped. That's like the dumbest thing, but I was like, this is cool. I'm like, what if it <laughs> says we didn't escape? What do we do wrong? Uh, we escaped. And now, <laughs> um, I don't think I like liked this one as much as Echoes. Mm-hmm. The puzzles are easy. I would say the, the kids might really like it. I think okay. it's aimed okay. at like, you would get through it very easily. I don't think that you would struggle on any of the puzzles. Okay. I don't think you would feel stupid playing it. Okay. Um, you don't know I us. think, no, we I think, like, really but like, like, like the Tetris thing, right? There's yeah. a Tetris board. You're putting pieces in there. There, there is an end. Like, you might get frustrated trying to fit it in there, yeah. but you know Eventually, that like you're, this there is how you something behind the box, sure. right? Yeah, there isn't something in your pocket out, that yeah. you, you're sure. going to figure it out at some point. Same thing with the other ones. Um, there's also like a, a little tiny hint envelope in there that will like if you don't if you want to open it, you can open up the hint and it tells you kind of steers you in a direction. Cool. And so I think it's good for like a family, like a family game night. It was also really fast. Dev and I were done in like 30 minutes. So which one did you like better? I like I, I, I like Echoes better. Echoes better. Um, because I think it, it was just a little more unique than Escape from the Mall, which was we more know, of the standard Is Escape issue. from the Mall, again, can you currently get that? I don't know. I feel like I should go on Amazon or something and I've look it up. I've not heard of it, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. anything. There, I don't right. know if there's like a... Um, and I wonder what the like a series is to that one. It's too. Escape so, from the Mall? Yeah, Escape from the Mall. I did The last time I looked on Amazon or on... Um, BGG, it said that someone was selling it for 10 bucks. So I kind of was like, that's probably what it would be. Sure. Um, Wait. So very comparable. Escape from the mall. You're not finding it? I think it? you can get it. It has like a purpley cover. It's got like, it. it's, it's pretty cool that it's kind of like thematic. But I again, think you it, can get it from Oriental Trading. What's that? It's like where you buy like 400. It's like a uh, website where you buy like pencils, t- golf pencils, where you can buy like, <laughs> right. like if you're having a party or, or yeah. something or an event and you want to buy a bunch of, like a bunch of like yeah. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it's not, it's, there's a couple on the geek market that are there. Maybe it's not like super it's widely. Like Walmart and Target's website. About oh, the same go. price? Like 10 bucks? It's like 15 bucks. Okay. okay. So but pretty common. So this is, yeah, it's like Professor Puzzle Games. Seems like they, maybe hmm. they make. On not like a huge yeah, scale, this says but Twink Toys LLC. Twink, Twink, Twink Toys, but it's like through Walmart, but it's like really shipped Walmart. by this. I know that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are two little kind of games we got played. Um, I was happy that Devin was able to like. So all these games I talked about, I played with Devin. We awesome. were, in, were in like a little lull before. You're just like let's knock these out. And then we went Messina. We played Motor City. We played these How do two you escape spell games. Messina? M E S S I N A. Yep. Uh-oh. Is that yeah. what were you? What would you think it would be spelled like? M- well, I used like to live Ma? on a street called Messina, and it was M A S S I N A. Messina. So a couple months ago, Mr. Albert Pinella of Julibert Games contacted me and said, "Hey, bitch, it's time to play my game." And I said, "Oh yeah, what's in it for me?" And he said, "You get to play a game." And I said, "Make me." And he said, "Okay." And I said, "Bring it on." And he said, "Get ready, dickhead." And I said, "Don't call me dickhead, dickhead." And he said, "What should I call you? Your head looks like a dick." And I said, "Fair enough. Send me a game." And he said, "Calm down, bitch." And I said, "You're the one who contacted me." And he said, "Well, your stupid little podcast needed some help, so I figured I'd throw you a bone." And I cried, and he laughed, and then I got the game. And so here's how it plays. I can't Boom. with you. Ecos. <laughs> That happened. That's a true story. <laughs> I know. This is exactly. No. I can show you the the receipts. Yeah, it's there. Oh my god. Look it up. It's on ChatGPT. Albert Pinella <laughs> can corroborate. Ecosphera, rewilding the world. That's the name. Ecosphera. Let's spell that one. You're rewilding the world. Okay. Try to spell Ecosphera. <laughs> I had so much trouble with this name. She asked a hundred yeah. times what this right was right before the show that that she just played it. I think that's how you pronounce it. E- Ecosphera. 
Spell it. Ecosphere. Natalie, spell, Natalie, you spell it. E-C-O-S-F-E-R-A. Like ecos. What, what is the word? F- like is eco, fair, yeah, like a separate fair. Uh, Rewilding. So the world's not wild enough. Right. You You're rewilding it. it. Rewilding the world. It's a cooperative deck building game, which is cool. Currently on Kickstarter, as of the day of this recording, which is the 9th of April, there are 10 days left to back this sucker. Okay. Okay. You're trying to restore nature before it's too late. The goal of the game is to get through and collect uh, this stack of biome tiles before you run through and uh, eliminate the stack of extinction tiles. On your turn, you draw four cards from your deck and you play them out of the table to form a line. All right. So you're playing them face up. The cards will be elements like wind, water, sunlight, stuff like that. And you're trying to use them to gain plant cards that have elemental costs, right? So there might be a tree that costs two water and a sun, okay? You're then trying to use those plant cards to acquire animals and then the animal cards to acquire biome tiles, Hmm. all right? You only have a few elemental cards to start the game with. And the only way to get more of them, this is weird, is to have one less than you need to buy a plant card. So let's say that tree costs two water and a sun, and I have one water and a sun in my line. I can buy that tree. I basically play the wa- my water and my sun by just like putting them up. The rule book says put them up two centimeters <laughs> from your line. Exactly. And then you take the tree. The tree now gets added to your line, so it's okay. active. And it costs two water and a sun. Well, I have one water and a sun. So I'm allowed to take the tree, and then I also take the water. Take the last thing you need, as long as there's only one that you're missing. It has to be uh-huh. one. I know, it's weird. So then you and take a water. And that's to the get only way to get the elements, elements in your deck. So now that water goes into your line, but it, it, it's like played, so it's two centimeters above. <laughs> okay. Really, yeah. So now, if you have more elements that you haven't played yet, and there's more plants to purchase, you can keep doing that and adding to your line. And then hmm. if you have multiple plants that have, have the same symbol, that matches a symbol on an animal card that's in the display, you can then get that animal card. And you just keep doing that until you can't do anything else. Okay. And you want to do that. You want you to. Want you want to, to keep do everything doing this stuff you're because doing. the goal is to get animal cards that have matching biomes. Hmm. If you have two animal cards in your line at the same time, they have to be in your line currently that have matching biomes. At least one matching biome. Right. Well, okay. like, so like say the, there's a forest biome. They both have to have a forest biome symbol on their card. If mm-hmm. they have that, you then collect the biome t- the forest biome tile that's one of the six seven seven that you need to in the game okay um it's interesting so but let's see where am i in this here um if you ever have two plant cards in your line that have a matching symbol on the animal card that's when you take the animal card i don't know if i said that so um it's really interesting things i liked about this game this game reminded me a lot of onirim oh yeah or onirim or however the pronoun i, li- I like that. that game now that was mostly a solitaire game this is mostly right. a cooperative. You could okay. play Oniram with two players. Yeah. This one does something a little cooler than Oniram. So if you if you know Oniram, it's got that you're putting cards in a line, mm-hmm. right? And they have like sun, moon, keys, and you're trying so to get the, these doors. You don't want to get the nightmares. To get yeah. out of the nightmare. Right. Exactly. This cool game is theme. very similar, except instead of the, the doors you're trying to get, you're trying to get the biome tiles. Okay. Instead of the nightmares, you're trying to get rid of your natural disasters. Right. If you get so many natural disasters, you get an extinction tile. And if you run out of the, is there seven of those two? Yep. If you run out of those, you lose. Okay. Um, now, the cool thing about this game, it's cooperative. And so each player starts the game with these powers. And these powers also exist on the plant and animal cards that you're buying and putting in your line. 
Now, what these powers do is they let you, uh, like, one of them will let you draw an extra card from your deck. Okay. One of them will let you refresh, refresh the animal or the plant display. And then the last one allows you to send a card to another player that you're playing with that they will then be able to use on their turn. And that is really important because, for instance, let's say it's my turn. And Natalie, so at the end of your turn, you draw back up to four cards. Okay. So Natalie has ended her turn. She now has four cards in her display, and it's my turn. And I have my four cards, and I'm about to, I'm playing some stuff, and I just get this animal card in my line. Boom, bam. Like this animal card is sweet. I like this card. It's got a symbol. <gasps> that symbol matches one of the, the biome symbols on Natalie's cards. Right. I can use my give power to give that animal card to Natalie. And so then when her turn starts, she now has two animals that have that same biome. biome. Boom, she can grab that Right, because we're working together, but we're having our own deck that we're playing. We're playing separate turns in our own deck building thing, but our goal is together. The thing is, when you use those powers, you have three power tokens. You can only refresh them when you have two animals with a matching biome. So same as getting the biome tile. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't refresh all the time. However, those powers also exist on cards that you're taking. So the game becomes this really interesting kind of situation of, do, do I want to give Natalie this card that I just got? Right. Do you do something selfish? It's now out of or, my deck, yeah. mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. So now I can't use it later, but it can give us a biome thing right now. Boom. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. Because the way you get these natural disasters, or if you think like the... In Oniram, you would get the the nightmares just by drawing them into your hand. Oh, shit, there's a nightmare. That's bad. Mm -hmm. In this game, you get a natural disaster card, which is kind of like the nightmares, only when it's your turn and you can't do anything. So that can happen. It's your turn. And you're like... You draw four cards. You draw four cards and you're like, oh, shit, all the plant cards on there need elements that I don't have. Okay. All the animal cards up there need biomes that I didn't draw. And so you're like, "Uh uh-oh, I didn't do anything. So instead, so when your turn, your turn is over essentially, Mm -hmm. but what you do is you take a natural disaster card and add it to your line. So before that happened, could you have been like, I'm done? So or you have you to kind be of able go, to you do run something. until you yeah. So like oh, yeah. you, you draw you your four cards. Thing, you don't, okay. that doesn't happen. You draw your you four draw cards. If you buy one nothing. card, boom, you're good. But if you draw your four cards at the very beginning of your turn and you can't do anything with them, right? Because you, 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 you might you, you might have like disaster, 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 one element and a plant, and then you're like, well, I can't do anything with that. So you take a natural disaster, you add it to your active line, and then your turn ends. If you ever have three. Natural disaster cards currently in your line, an extinction tile gets removed. And if and seven of those get removed, you lose. Yeah. Okay. And so what can happen is you can get into a situation like Natalie and I did where we don't have the right element cards for the plants that are remaining out there. So every turn, we just were, we were, yeah. we're taking these disaster cards, praying that we can get a random lucky draw on our animal cards at the same time that will yeah. give us the last biome yeah. we need. And that just didn't happen in this our, in our play. So anyway, things I liked. I re- This is really an interesting ge- I've never played a game like this before. It seems like it's got some, like, it's almost interesting to the point where I didn't know what some of the things you were saying. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Sure I was you're getting you're confused. Like, I know what a Euro game is like. I was getting confused like. a lot. It's cool, though. It. It's definitely weird to think about, like... But yeah, it's very simple, just really. It's different. There's just a plant Not line, an animal yeah. line, or just plant display, animal display. There's four cards in each, and they each have a cost on them. 
You play your line of four cards and it's like, okay, do I have enough things to get a plant? I don't. Okay. Do I have any plants currently in my line that I can get an animal? Oh, I do. Okay, boom. I take an animal. And you put them in your discard pile, draw more. Yeah. And it's just like any deck builder. Once yeah. your deck runs out, you shuffle them all together and now you have a new stack, yeah. right? And you really need to pay attention to, there's an action you can do, like I said, where you can give another player a card. You could also, instead of giving a player a card, you can take that action to remove that from the game and thin your deck. Like recycle a card. And we didn't really use that to our advantage Maybe too that's much. The, I, think I think that's we should one have. of the keys. Yeah, I, think I think we think got that was a little a mistake. screwed doing that, so I would love to play it again Because our decks were so big. Mm. Oh, but yeah. the thing is, you can't you can't get rid <laughs> yeah. of a, res- a disaster card. But well, like, our, sure, yeah, that would be. Our decks were so big that like... But if you know you didn't yeah. need this symbol, exactly. get rid of that one. right. Don't yeah, yeah, don't let that take place. Exactly. We already we already got that biome. Yeah. Let's get See, rid of the cards right. that give us that biome. We or don't want to have all the biomes on that. Like this is useless now. Yep. So things I lo- I loved I loved the working together part. You couldn't work together constantly. Mm-mm. Yeah. You couldn't just do whatever you wanted to. And I liked that it was like you had to really decide like do I want to flip this token? Like this is, I could do it now, but then I'm not going to be able to refresh it unless I have two animals with the same biome. And that's extremely difficult to do. So I'm using this in hopes that I get a plant or animal card that also has that power. Mm -hmm. And that's a really interesting decision point to make. It's also really interesting, like, shit, okay, these cards I can't do anything with on my turn. Because you see what you're going to play. At the end of your turn, you draw your four cards. So you can tell. Right then, like, okay, the current plant cards, I'm not going to be able to do anything with on my turn, so I'm going to have to take a natural disaster. Natalie can see that and go, okay, well, I have a refresh ability. I can just refresh the plant row on my turn because I already did something. help, yeah. And then maybe that'll that'll help you. So that's really cool that you can work together in interesting and unique ways. Right, because usually you're, like, competing and you're not trying to, like, do something that's going to benefit someone else. Right. But you're also, it seems like you're not, you're not, like, quarterbacking the game either. No, 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 no not at all. Because cool. you are definitely beholden to what you can do. Right. You have completely your own turn. You could definitely. You can just help each other out. Sure, a little bit someone could. If you, you can. could, like, I could look at what you have, what I have, and be like, but. okay, what I think we should do is this. But no, it, it's mm, there's yeah, a lot. Really. Um, I wouldn't say it completely doesn't allow quarterbacking, but I, that didn't seem like it was a big thing for us anyway. Mm. So what I didn't like, we did something wrong. I think. This went from super fun to an impossible <laughs> losing situation very quickly. Right. The beginning of the, the first half of the game, I was like, this is really cool. And Natalie agreed. We were like, this is really sweet. The second half of the game, I was like, it's impossible. We can't win. Yeah. We can't. We got in a situation. We should have just started over. Where we were just going over and I've over again until we before. got extinct. You kind of know. Like, yeah. Right, well, let, let's do it. Let's start the right The problem now. is, let's though. I don't know why that happened. Yeah, me neither. We were going and click, and we were like, boom, we got... There's seven total. Um, we got four of the seven quick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is cool. We're doing great. And then there was a few turns in a row where I was like, we can't do anything. And I was like, okay, I like this. Now it's starting to be like, oh, I have to take these natural disaster cards. Mm-hmm. And then as soon and then one of them, and then Natalie drew two of them and then couldn't do anything. And so now she has to take a third. Oh, that's an extinction tile. Yeah. And then that was the entire rest of the game. Every turn, we couldn't do anything, so we're taking cards, right. taking cards. And so we did something wrong, because I've read a lot of the comments for, for this game so far, and a lot of them are like, this game's really easy. Yeah. It might be a little too easy. It's almost, I think what we did wrong was, and it's like we wouldn't know this, playing it for the yeah, first nothing time. nothing rules wrong. But no. You, like, yeah. I think the issue was, and I don't know why this happened, maybe it's just the how the elements came out that we you know to get us to like buy the certain plants but it's almost like we bought all the plants with a certain 
certain color um, biomes. And then we got the animals with those biomes. And then all that was left was plants with the biomes that we needed, but we could not buy them. We, because our deck by then was so massive, full of yeah. other shit Bloated that we deck. couldn't, like when you're drawing only four cards and you need four different very precise elements, yeah. elements you could it was impossible to get exactly what you needed to get the plant cards that we needed to get the animal cards that we needed to get the yeah. biomes that we were needed left. to be thinning the and whole play could, I think. and okay. i think that's why we think the thinning not thinning was our mistake um but it was definitely impossible we're like we, it was a losing because, situation. because we were refreshing the plant cards but we, re- we probably refreshed the entire deck several times oh, and we're like, well, we times. went, we, we've seen all of them and we just can't do them, basically. Did the impossibility turn you off where you then yes. didn't want to rack it? No, I was like, I'm so done with this. And then, yeah. and then <laughs> after that initial like angered feeling subsided, I was like, you know what? I don't think it was the game. I think it was us. Yeah. I think we should try it again so because I did the parts that were fun were really sure. Yeah, because like, at first we were really starting cool. like, ooh, this is cool. We're like flying through it like, okay, your turn. Okay, my turn. It'd be okay. cool if you like won, like the next game you got a lot closer or won. Yeah. And then at least then the following games you would know that if you got back in the situation of like, nah, we, 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 we yeah. didn't get it this time. Let's restart. Because then you could right. just stop and be like, all right, yeah. for sure. I'm not really going to go through the frustrating part the knowing game. that we're already going to yes. lose. Because I played a bunch of games. You're like, ah, we're dead. Let's let's yeah. rack it. We messed Let's rack it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this one I think was just a, was it was our first play, right? So I think we were just kind of like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So we'll just do this. Just and so I think whatever. we made. I just think we made some mistakes. Yeah. Early that maybe a future play will mm-hmm. that I'm actually kind of interested to. Do. I really do yeah. want to come back to it. Yeah. So there's uh, another time. No. I mean, there were sometimes too where we were like, I want to, or I, I don't know. Like when I was saying I was getting confused, it was almost like it was my fault. It was one of the game, but it was like stuff like, like, I was like, oh, I can give you this. And you're we like, no, you can't. You don't have that symbol. And I'm like, oh yeah. You know, just like. Right. Well, fuck you. Stuff like yeah. that. Well, I'm fine. Okay. I also you're looked at the box cover. What the hell? It is, it's eco. And then Sphera. Sphera. Yeah. That's what the so box cover looks like. I want to be clear. Like to me, I, I was trying to look up what Pharah might mean. It's not ecos. It actually says oh, it is. eco sphere. Like ecos on the top line, sphere is on the bottom line. I think we're probably saying it the same. Yeah, it's, it's probably, probably ecos said it the same. But I was trying to break it up in the word ecos and then fair. Well, the weird thing is, this on BGG, good. it's one word. Okay. Oh, the box okay. looks Shows like it's broken eco, into two things. Looks like, yeah. So I don't know if that's the final box cover or not. It's funded gotcha. already. It's like way it's funded. Oh. I hit all of yep. its stretch goals. Well, it's pretty cheap, which is cool. You can get the the base box for thirty dollars American, and that which is pretty good. It's as cheap as you're gonna get. That's games pretty now. good. And the if you want to get the expansion that comes with it, it's fifty bucks. Okay. All right. So an extra twenty bucks for the Did expansion. You, do you have the expansion or your your nope. preview? Copy? I don't you think so. I think the, we just have the. I think we I just think have like the a, the base box, and we yeah. definitely have it's um, a prototype. Kickstarter prototype. previews in a row. We yeah. are. Yeah. Look at look at us. Go and I liked this game. I really thought it was good. Now I don't know if you want to have a whole "What did you think?" segment or if yeah. you kind of just threw your thoughts in already. I mean, I threw most of my thoughts in. Um, they're the same as you. It started out fun, and then it kind of got like, "Uh oh, what did we do?" Yeah, what happened? Um, it got, I thought it was very cool <laughs> that we were working together, but it was also like a deck builder. I don't feel like I've ever played a deck builder where that was like cooperative like that, except maybe like. Um, well, there's fighting ones and yeah, and fighting ones like uh, what's right. that one? Thunderstone we, Quest. No, what's that one we used to play all the time? Oh, that wasn't cooperative. Uh, there was a cooperative version though. We played Legendary. it and Zen is 
Legendary, yeah. true, yeah. cooperative. Yeah. yeah, you're always fighting stuff. Yeah, but this was completely different. This was not Again, fighting this, at all. Honestly, this was like collecting. Like, it felt like Oniram to me. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, I, like, I remember liking it. Yeah, that's a cool game. Um, you know, so we got stuck. So that was a bummer. But <laughs> I think my favorite parts of the game, like you said, it was very unique. And I did. I like the mechanic of getting the only way to get additional elements in your deck was to be missing a single one to get a card, mm. which is like so strange. Weird. Yeah. But it was also kind of cool. Like having that resource means you don't have it. There was right. a situation like, like ever, having a resource that, is empty. You're At the beginning of the game, I was like, ever, like that's how you, you get it for free and that's how you get yeah. more There's stuff. There's two cards in the in the in the line where I'm like, I can buy both of those. One of them, I have all the resources I need. One of them, I'm one short. Your brain is like, well, you want to get the one you have all the resources for. That's what but I do. no, you, you don't want to do that because you're you wasting that resource. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get the extra card and you get to keep that other resource mm-hmm. that you could potentially use on the same right. turn to get another card. Right. Yeah, that was cool. But you're so, also yeah, missing something like, else for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Which is what you want to do. Um, my, my other favorite thing was just the way that we got to work together and we got to like give, you know, if we had the ability to give stuff to your partner, which also like kind of like the first thing i said it feels like wrong like the opposite of what you're used to you know it's so like we both have our own decks and our own turns yet i'm still going to be just like give you something from my deck to help you but that's fine with me also it helps us no i like that's the thing that's one of my favorite parts of it but it just like went against your like gaming instinct because like all other games aren't really like that yeah you don't typically um, yeah, give normally, what you're like, building up to yeah. somebody else. in co-op games it doesn't have that feel of like like what you were doing in this game is almost like set collecting, kind of kind of an engineer deck building. Mm-hmm. All of those things are almost like competitive types right. of things, yeah. but you happen to be well, working together. Well, even in like there's cooperative games where you're like totally working together or there's cooperative games where like you have your own turns, but you have a common goal. And this is kind of like a mix where you're like you have your own turns and you have a common goal, but you're also like helping each other and giving each other stuff when yep. you can. That's cool, for sure. It's a very good game. I really liked it yeah, a lot. It was cool. Yeah, that is Ecosphera by Julibert Games, which is Julia and Albert. Bert. They're mm-hmm. like the two designers or yeah. owners. Ju- Julie, and Julie so Julibert. Is this their first uh, thing? Uh, that's a great question. Couple. I can look that up right now. Julibert Games. They have a game called We Can Play Women Who Change the World. Oh, it's that, that, that Rosie's River. Came out right? last year. Oh, yeah, Rosie's cool. River. Yeah. That's the that's another game they have. So those hit those two. So that was a very 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 cool game. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters 
Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. It is now the time of the show where we see what it would be like if the Gamecasters was just a collective podcast by a ton of other hosts on this episode's Instagram Inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Well, 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 nobody missed me last episode, but I'm back anyway. Here we are. Okay. I was wondering. I'm like, where, where, where were you, Jeff? Where'd you go? Here. And the inbox got real creative, not really. And I just decided to ask people, what the hell do you know? <laughs> yeah, what do you What know? is an interesting fact you, what know? Do you know? I want to learn stuff. That's all I got. Yeah, this I, I kind of think of this as a did you know segment. So maybe I'll just start all of these with did you know? Did you know? Did you know? And most of the answers from this one are no. Right. I I'm also sure. have not checked these. And someone could just be lying to me, and I, <laughs> I have not been fact do not. I don't care. Yeah, fuck it. Okay. Fuck if it. you wanted to We're make something up, all me, content and entertainment good for you. Yep. So Ta, set me. Um, Natalie, did you know that Ta was black from our last episode? <laughs> Ta also said something on Things the Discord. He was like, "Here's another thing that's black." Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh my um, god. So oh, Ta no, told that me black. that his interesting fact. Did you know? The Ethiopian calendar is comprised of 13 months and is technically seven years behind us. They have, what? They have 12 months of 30 full days and then it? one month of five or six days. What? I have no idea. Wait, are they in 2016 right now? I would love to be in Seven years behind us? That's crazy. Ah, wouldn't that be cool? I could wouldn't that, be that would be cool? Before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-pandemic. Pre-plague. Mason. Right, they have like a different year than us. Weird. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's like Where, what they, they follow or whatever, actually? or if like, it's just like, that? here's the historic, mm-hmm. I don't know, but sure. yeah, yeah. there you go. Mason Pierce. Oh, eight over on, where'd he message me on Instagram? Anyway. Somewhere. Mason Pierce. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, blood makes up approximately 3% of U.S. exports. Ew. What? He's 3%? Like, he's like, don't blame me for knowing exported? this. I'm an economist Medical. and I has to look into imports and exports. I, that's right. He is an economist. Yes. So Why is it being exported? He's a stat man. He's a stat man. Maybe like, We're I don't know, blood with to people. Um, transfusions. What's that? What's that? Um, AIDS? Blood? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not what I was talking about. What's Ebola? the um, like first aid? What's that? American Red yeah, Cross. Yeah, Red Cross. The oh, Red, Red Cross. Cross. Maybe they have to... Maybe there's blood shortages yeah, in places. Yeah, that could be. Maybe or people maybe are just ordering it through the black market. Maybe it's like export to just like Canada. Tracked. Maybe Canadians are taking <laughs> yeah. our blood. Took our blood. Swoozle. This is going to be great. I like him. I like that Swoozle little hand movement. has a Gamecasters adjacent fact, he said. Really? Oh, okay. Ready? Okay. Yeah, I can't wait. If you farted. <laughs> I knew it was going to be a fart about farts. I almost <laughs> said that. Right? <laughs> I knew it was going to be about farts. <laughs> if you farted consistently... Four, six years, and nine months. Enough gas is six produced to create the energy of an atomic bomb. <gasps> oh, dang. Like if you if you just consistently Constant. and constantly yeah. farted for <laughs> six years, farted for like six <laughs> and plus six and a half straight years. And then he said, "Is this why Ryan keeps calling Natalie a bombshell?" <laughs> oh my god, I'm mad at you. <laughs> oh my god, I'm mad at you. He did it. He <laughs> I hate you, The board welder over on Instagram. Has been contributing a lot lately. Thank you. Um, all right. He says that Skittles are all the same flavor. <laughs> this is are an they? aromatic trick, he says, 
that pl- he says, plug your nose and try it. I think. Interesting. I think I've heard that before. So wait, but I haven't tested like the it. outer coating has like a different scent, it's but just, they're actually no, just all like the he's same saying flavor? from the look of it. You look mm. at purple and you're like, he this is going to be aromatic. Great. Yeah, he oh. said there's an aromatic. Th- yeah, there's an aromatic that tricks you. I don't know if that's like a color association, like it smells but aromatic would be well, like smell a color and taste thing. are so connected. So if you, so it's got to be no, just they're definitely Skittle. different. Purple tastes different than purple. Orange or does purple just like smell purple. different and red? Or does it smell different and not actually taste different? So he said, plug your nose and do it. So maybe it's like a smell versus a taste of Yeah, because like smell and taste are so connected. They're connected. Where you just like, they save a bunch of money on the fact that everything just kind of smells slightly different. Huh. But they taste the same. Smart people. I don't know. We're going to figure this out. hmm. If you know out there. Skills is popular. Let me know. Sean Riesling says, (laughs) says, I don't know. Again, I didn't check any of these. (laughs) Every 10 pounds lost... (laughs) <laughs> so oh, just add, add inches to your dick? Yeah. I, right, what? I heard this. Every add 10 pounds dick? lost yeah. gains you an inch of length. But I think Why? it's more like when you gain weight, you lose because yeah, of the yeah, fat yeah. of... Yeah, it's yeah. not like if, I, if I'm if i like a normal weight person. Because more fat surrounding the yeah. base of your dick? The, I don't know. I'm like, not sure And how it, how it like covers it? Yeah, there's Maybe. a certain point, I think, which you have to like be at this weight, and then when you move back, yeah. your dick like... Like if you're enormous, you got it. But if... If you're there like uh, if you're like an average weight or like slightly overweight person and you're losing like ten pounds, you're not gonna get like right. If it's like a drastic giant dick, right? <laughs> Even but if I can get 10 millimeters, pounds and yeah. an inch, <laughs> give me fucking millimeters, I'll be fine. Insane. Yeah. Um, Jr. Sketching. Now he's like Ryan, lose so Ryan much loses. weight. Let's, let's, let's test this theory. Wow. No. <laughs> you can finally no, get up to average you. weight. The three of us are getting that. Oh, God, perfect Lord is the worst. Almighty. That's the worst thing. If to you say. lost forty pounds, you would have an extra four inches. I finally have no a sixteen inch dick. Way. <laughs> no way. I finally have a four inch dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, Natalie. Here's what you do. We're starting again our diet on yeah, Monday. Tomorrow. Trying to be a little more strict. Measure his dick later tonight. Yeah, measure it tonight. Okay. okay. It's Wait, instead of like it, okay. this is the before. Is it flaccid? Yeah. No, I think it's going to be. Wait, are you asking me what it is right now? Right, it is. No, it is it's erect. When it's you, fucking when hard you as measure fuck. it. Can't you feel it on the table? No, we got to measure it hard. Yeah, hard. I was going to say Ryan won't let me <laughs> measure it. Flat. No, don't don't look at it. It's not ready for well, you. He's, like, he's a grower, not, not a shower. I'm like, it's not ready. He's for always you. like, it's not ready for you. <laughs> yeah, like, don't I am not a fan of. <laughs> there's a Natalie point at which you can. You're allowed to look at it. It's like because there's like stages of a of a peen. You know, you gotta like you gotta get to a point where you're like, all right. Maybe it's not like rock hard, but like here it is. I like it and to be, then, you know what I mean? Housed in some sort of pantalone before it gets rock hard. Yeah. And then it's like, and you reveal yeah. it. And then you're like, yeah. take Ta-da. a look at this. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What do you think? So, Natalie, if you would, as okay. just an experiment, yeah. please measure know. Ryan's penis. Tonight. Measure it. Tonight. And then now, you don't have to tell us what it is. Okay, if okay. you don't want to throw it on I the will. air. And we're going, the measuring private. stick we're going to use is it's from a yard your throat stick. to the mouth. Oh, yeah, okay. 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 And um, a ruler. And okay. then <laughs> as Ryan drops these LBs, I want to know if his penis is getting it's, bigger. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's All see right. it. Okay. Circumference is two. But like, yeah, yeah. Here's the, 12 inches it's around. Gonna, but the problem too, is like you said there's like a different range of like hard to not hard. Totally. What if like that, because like I that makes know. it different sizes, like, right? No, I'm gonna know the um, the consistency okay. of every okay. of every erection. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> so report back. Yeah. Let I'll us do. know. Okay. Good idea. Jr. Sketch and stuff said horses cannot throw JR. up. Jr. Sketch and stuff. Really? Wait, horses cannot what? Throw, throw up. up. I don't they know how that would be. They a thing. physically are impossible. Is it kind of like how <laughs> seagulls can't fart, and so if you give them like Mentos, they explode? 
Whoa. Have you ever heard of that? I've no. heard the rice, like if birds eat rice, it like grows in their stomach. And yeah, I think I've heard the, again, it might be a wives' tale, but I've heard the thing where like if you give a seagull, I think it's a seagull, Mentos, they can't like excrete gas out their rectum, so they just explode. Wow. I think that's a thing. I'll yeah, submit Nelly. that. I'll submit that to this After inbox. you measure Ryan's penis. <laughs> Give please. a seagull a yeah. <laughs> Test all these things. The McMeeples, this isn't really like a fact. He was just like, he was kind of saying something. Tradition is just being obedient to dead people. Tradition is a being obedient to dead. What if the tradition started from someone who's alive? Yeah, what if, like, you what start if I tradition? started the tradition? That's almost like, yeah. have you seen that thing that's like shower thoughts? Yeah. That's no. almost like a shower thought yeah. to me. You just like think about something. Yeah. yeah. Better half of you said the Romans ate pot pies. Again, I don't know. Okay. Pot pies? I'll take your word for it. But yeah. Okay. Pot pies are good. What? A How is that pie? a... What? That's an interesting fact. That one confuses me only because like, is there a reason that we would assume that they wouldn't or that that would be like, wow. Did I think that like, was more of like a modern maybe meal? Maybe yeah, like what is, the, what is the factoid here that Maybe they created somebody... the pot pie. So yeah. It is a random thing. That's random. random. Bryce at Better Half Review says 96% of stats are just made up. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. DK Dave Madigan. Donkey Kong. Says, says, this is more of an inside joke between Dave and some, like, friend group. Okay. Dave, in fact, does not actually hate Wicker. <laughs> is, uh, is Dave's. That, that's an inside joke. Dave will, Dave will okay. like to um, Wicker. Swoozle gave me a, one more. A baby owl's head is too heavy for its body, so they have to sleep face down. I've heard, actually heard that, and I've seen a video of an owl who, like, kept falling down like head first because really? his head was too big. Baby owl falling down. Was it like adorable? Yes, it was. Oh my God. A baby owl. What a weird thing. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Yeah, that is weird. If there is somebody out there who created life, were they just like, ha ha, yeah, stupid yeah, owls. Yeah. <laughs> Way to pick your head up, idiot. Yeah, ha ha ha. <laughs> Nuclear Knight Peter said, Cleopatra. What's up, Peter? You know Cleopatra? Yes. I'm assuming this is like a timeline. So you think of a timeline. Cleopatra okay. is closer to the cell phone. Oh, I've heard this. Than the Great Pyramids. That's fucked up. Wow. That's fucked that's, up. That's weird. Sometimes when you think about like people who are just like world known or like this historical figures, how close they lived to like mm. modern, like like someone like Albert Einstein, right? Is like, yeah, that like name. But he, that dude, like he, he, he was, was not alive like, in the 1900s. Yeah, it's great. Well, yeah, yeah it was like, yeah, yeah, he was al- or even very just alive the, the, in like the early 1900s. Here's the thing. Like, even just the, when did he die? age of our country is like so young compared to like the history of the world. Here's the thing I heard about the pyramids randomly. There's a thought that, and maybe this is information everyone knows. There's a thought that whoever built the pyramids maybe was not the Egyptians. Oh, okay. I know. And maybe was some lost civilization that died in some cataclysmic event, right? Mm -hmm. And their technology has not been replicated by us. Because, you know, the, the pyramids are like a mystery, yeah. like how they were built, right. right? It's like a complete mystery, which is weird. How can we not know that? And and how did these people thousands of years ago, hundreds of years ago, I don't know, I don't know time, how, is it, were they built thousands of years ago? I don't know. How did these people who did this do that? So there's a, th- there's a theory that there was this lost civilization who created the pyramids and had all this technology that we don't have we don't now have, and it's been lost. Yeah. And there, because there's these other structures that were built where like these things were carved. They weren't just carved out of stone. It was like the stone was carved around these things. It's weird. Okay. And so there's a, there's this theory that like there's, again, this ancient civilization that's just gone mm-hmm. for whatever reason that had this technology that we don't have. Not like our technology, like cell phones and stuff, like different, a different like wing of technology that yeah. is just, we have not figured it out yet. We might never. It's fucking that's crazy weird. to think well, about. Well, 
Well, that, that that's where the the alien theory comes in, right? Yeah, that like aliens have come down, yeah, and done, done those things. Uh-huh. Have left. Here you go, or taught it to us. Well, when they get well, well, Battle when I, yeah, oh, I love that. That's um, kind of like show. when it's kind of like <laughs> when Sorry, I spoilers. I visited Pompeii and that eruption was in seventy nine A D, so a long ass time ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember they, you know, that was buried for like, like I don't know, until a few right. hundred years ago under liquid magma. And when they, you know, they're still like uncovering the city and stuff, but like they found pieces, they were pretty advanced for their time, like very advanced for the time where they were doing stuff that after like they got buried and like, you know, obviously killed, um, hundreds (laughs) of years later, like, (laughs) like they didn't like things were like basically invented, but really they were invented, like the Pompeii people, like were doing that. They, Talk about we the just penises. Didn't know about I like Pompeii. People. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's. Um, I wasn't just. I wasn't just joking about the penises. I mean, that's not what I'm talking about. Can't but joke about penis. there was penises carved in the sidewalk that would, if you follow them, it the pointed to the brothel. The penises were arrows that pointed to the brothel. Isn't right. that awesome? Yeah, well done. Yeah. But there was like certain like Pompeii people specific. Like they would uncover art, <laughs> and there was like certain like art that was like they thought that art style wasn't created until like you know. Way later, thousands Dick of years later, but until, yeah. it turns out like they were doing that back then, and different, just different like types Penile of technology. Direction. Yeah, for all the stuff we know about history, so there's sure so much that we don't. That right? makes That's cool. probably way more sense. Yeah, it's just weird but to think about. That could be Fuck. a theory. Yeah, I don't know. All right, Shelly, Shelly's daughter sent me yep. one. Franny. Franny, she sent you one. Franny sent me one. Cool. Okay, this is not no no. I don't. I'm, I'm not talking to children on the internet. <laughs> okay, Shelly <laughs> sent me this. Says from Franny. Okay, she said, and she said this is not checked at all. So Franny just said this to her, like so this these. could be a complete fucking lie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that there is a girl from Australia that created the fastest canoe ever. The she put fastest a, canoe? She put a jet engine on it, <laughs> and she said it went 3,500 kilometers per hour. Whoa. Wow. I don't know. She I don't probably know learned if, it on, like, YouTube kids I don't kids know the, uh, the, the conversion Yeah, what's that? the conversion of that to miles? I have no what idea. is it? 3,500 kilometers per hour while you look that up okay shelly also told me that it's a board game related one lizzie maggie was the original designer of the game that became monopoly lizzie maggie what? lizzie maggie she said that the game that she created was called the landlord's game and i don't know if it was stolen or taken or redone or Probably. something um, misogynist landlord's game. i know so this lizzie maggie should be credited with all right monopoly. i will now officially right. yes game casters officially recognize lizzie maggie as the designer <laughs> yep. of of that gamecaster game. is essential. Yeah. Thirty five hundred kilometers per hour is the equivalent of two thousand one hundred and seventy five miles That's per fast. hour. So pretty slow. Yeah, just kind of can't even get to two thousand five hundred miles. So <laughs> over on Facebook, got a few more. Michael Vinoy says, "In the time it took you to read this sentence, around fifty thousand cells in your body died and were replaced by new ones." What? Wow. So I don't know how long it took me. It took me ten minutes to write. I thought it would take ten minutes to read. <laughs> um, so in a few seconds, it must be rotating no, yeah. body Shit. cells. It's fucked up. Bodies are interesting things. I like bodies. Chris D'Andrea on the Facebook. Um, why did you laugh at that? He likes girls' bodies. He does. He likes girls' bodies. Oh, yeah, me. Ryan's like, I like bodies. Oh, yeah. Um, a like blue bodies. whale's penis. Oh, yeah. Blue whale's biggest animal on earth. Do you know how big the penis is? Biggest animal to ever live. No. Six feet. Seven feet long. And his ejaculate is an average of 20 liters. Oh. I, love, I love the word ejaculate. Yeah. The That's ejaculate. Ten two-liter bottles worth of full of ejaculate whale ejaculate from a seven-foot donger. I'll try anything once. Dang, <laughs> that's just floating around in the dudes ocean. Sometimes, like, bring it on. Do you think that whales no only ejaculate 
when they're like banging a female whale, I or think, is it? Do you think that it happens like no? Just most poof. animals like they have like wet dreams. They ejaculate. Just like, don't produce ejaculate for fun. Is that what you're asking? They probably yeah, only do a lot it to of mate. animals okay. that have. So sex it's not like they fun. do that and it's just like floating in the ocean. It's well, like I mean, you're probably through it. I doubt that all of every every single swimmer gets inside the 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 whale. I mean, there's. Does yeah. it float around? Tons you think of that ejaculates. there's like a whale equivalent? Like, is that seaweed? No, it's just that's ejaculate. Yeah, that's ejaculate. Whale. You think there's like a whale equivalent of? They call it a sperm of whale. A, um, <laughs> what's that thing called? I don't know. Penis. No, the like Circumstance. like a fleshlight. <laughs> a fleshlight. A fleshlight for a whale. Whale fleshlight. Like, maybe there's like some sort of like plant. That's a sea or, cucumber. Like, a, <laughs> <laughs> um, that they accidentally get stuck in, and they're like, "Oh, this feels pretty good." It feels good. Uh, Jim, Jim Gamer. I like him. Oh, hey. says nobody knows who actually named Earth Earth. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Again, does he does he actually know that? I have no idea, but he told yeah, me. Like, yeah, what like what language decided? of origin is the Earth? Right, maybe there's just kind of like right. a bunch Somebody of... Somebody had to realize, oh, we're on a here's planet. Some theories, what is it going right? to be called? Yeah. Eric Nelson, the guy I work with, owls have parabolic faces. What does that mean? So like a certain shape. Okay. Parabolic would be like a, a I don't want to say concave. That's not the right word. But parabolic faces, so sound gathers ten times more effectively in their ears. Oh, so they okay. can hear like like little tiny yeah, things like happening. Really right? minuscule kind of cool. sounds. Um, oh, is it kind of like you know when you like put like an eye like a phone in a bowl and it like amplifies amplifies it? Yeah, it's it like maybe like, like it's things cool. are amplified to. Them. Yeah, I also went on Chat GPT and said, "Give me facts." <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's find out. Okay. Some strange facts that Chat GPT gave us. <laughs> the shortest war in history between Britain and Zanzibar in 1896 lasted 38 minutes. Really? I don't know more. 38-minute war. Yeah. Britain and probably, Zanzibar. There's probably like they're a probably movie like, longer about. Here the we war. go. We're about to attack Kenya. Here we go. Isn't yeah. that from 38 that minutes, Zanzibar. and they're like, "Oh shit, is this? Ken- no, this is Zanzibar." Uh, oh, oh, turn around. Let's get asleep. Isn't that from that Jack Black song? Yeah. I'll probably order it from Zanzibar. Yeah, and fuck her gently. Jack Black. A cockroach can Jack live for Black. several weeks without its head and that. doesn't oh. require its brain to breathe or pump blood. What? That's weird. What's the um, point? In brain? Japan, there's a hotel staffed by robots that can check you in, carry your luggage, and even clean your room. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. A group of flamingos. You know what a group of flamingos is called? A flock. A, a flamboyance. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Of course it is. That's funny. Do you the think human that's where nose can detect over from? maybe. Hmm. The human nose can detect over one trillion different scents. Damn, including really? all Skittles. That's what noise. <laughs> um, it's impossible to sneeze with your eyes open. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard that one. Mm-hmm. A group of hedgehogs is called a prickle. A prickle. Prickle. Yeah, a little prickle. A hedgehogs. group of pandas is called an embarrassment. <laughs> no, I don't know. double check that. What? But this is what Chad GPT told me. Let's do an it. An embarrassment. No way. Some sharks can survive up to pandas. six months without eating. Wow. Embarrassment. Are you called serious? An that's what it says. What a fucking embarrassment. Oh, they're so cute, though. It says here, a group of pandas is called an embarrassment, a cupboard, or a bamboo. Wow. Really? So this also, ChatGPT thinks it's funny, too. It says, imagine a bunch of pandas blushing and feeling self-conscious about being in a group. They're embar- <laughs> they're an embarrassing embarrassment. It, like, it's giving me this. This is what... Um, when hippos are upset, they secrete a red fluid that makes it look like they're sweating blood. <laughs> Ew. And then it says, talk about being dramatic. <laughs> I think, I think the Instagram inbox is just going to be chat GPT. We should, know, we should play, instead of asking chat, we should play chat GPT. We should make chat GPT listen to the game casters and then make it write a How script. How do you make it listen to a script? I have, um, I don't know, but I had There's it. There's a way to do like, that. Like, so this is maybe spoiler for the future. I had it write a song about the game casters podcast. Oh, that we yes. oh um, God. And then Ryan has to like make music to it and like. Sing. It's probably got music. It could. Well, it, it's I don't just know lyrics. Or is it yeah, just, it's just lyrics? lyrics. Yeah. Um, the world's oldest <laughs> yes. piece of chewing gum gum is nine thousand years old. 
What? I don't know. It just doesn't like disintegrate. Like what? Someone took it out of their mouth. 9,000 years old? And I, and I don't know how it knew this, but the oldest known joke in the world is a Sumerian joke. Okay. S-U-M-E-R-I-N. Not okay. sure. Um, from 1900 BC. Whoa. And it's about farting. <gasps> Natalie. Amazing. Stop. Natalie. What? Don't say my name. Yes. <laughs> And that's what ended on that one. Wow, that's awesome. What Fart a, jokes are the I, oldest I, joke I there really is. I really enjoyed that hey, joke. They're the oldest joke there is. Yeah. So come on. That means something classic. new. Fart joke is no, classic. No, it means good, something new. No, it doesn't. It means <laughs> it has literally stood the, the test, test of this time. Is like, you know we talked about classic <laughs> games on one of your nooks? This is like classic jokes. How can you stop classic jokes? Exactly. Speaking of the nook. Why don't you step doom, inside? Doom, Come on, it's doom, warm doom, in there. Doom, you think you found doom, some grass, doom, but nope, it's pubic doom, hair. You wonder why doom, there's so doom, much doom, underwear. You stepped inside a Natalie's doom, nook. Today on Natalie's Nook, I have a question for you guys. And okay. I think that all of our answers are going right to be <laughs> I know. Sorry. very slightly different. Sexual? Very Sexual. slightly different. Very, <laughs> but slightly different. Yeah. Okay, very so slightly different. I'm going to um, I'm gonna ask it, and I'm going to tell you what I think and then i want you guys to tell me what you think okay okay I'm so curious. we shut up until okay, shut you'll, up. you'll yeah. tell so us when that's okay yeah 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 okay so we get you get a game from a publisher right right or i don't know i'm not usually the one they reach out to so i'm guessing it's usually publishers or okay, somebody so reaches I'm, out I'm to getting you like a rev- i'm getting yeah a game and they to, want you to review it and they're like it. hey you Eco's have a podcast fair. you have instagram cool. whatever i want you to review it and you play it and you don't really like it i don't really like it what do you do? Uh, Are you less honest about it than you normally would be if it was just a game you just bought from the store? Do you still post a review at all? What would be different between how you would give that review if you bought it or you're getting it for free and somebody is asking you to review it for them? Um, For me, personally, I think that I would still be honest about it. At first, I kind of thought I was like, maybe I would be honest and if I didn't like it, I would be kind of say it in a nicer way instead of being like mean about it. But then I thought about it more and I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm 99% of the time I'm not mean about any game, even if I don't like it. True. And so I, in my opinion, I think that I personally would do what I would normally do when I review a game and just be genuine about it. Well, we just got one with Ecosfera. How did you, what happened? Like, I think that I, said my true thoughts but what if ecosphera was terrible because that's your question yeah isn't it? yeah what if Ecosphera? ecosphera is a, true. A, it was at good. least a like it's a I mean, workable game yeah, it's, it that's has true, very that's fun true. parts what if it was terrible i think i would probably present it in a way where i'm like you know these are the things i didn't like but that's my personal opinion it wasn't for me i'm not gonna like okay we played uh paladins right Mm-hmm. You said you wanted to stomp on it. You I probably stomp. wouldn't say something like that if okay. it was a review okay. game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I had very strong dislike. Okay, but feelings. stop. I'm going to stop you for one second there. You Do you think to. that I'm going to stop you or I'm going to stomp? I want to stomp on this game. Helped somebody determine if they wanted to get the game or not. And is that a point of, you know what I mean? Is that something that you think that adding that would add value to? I don't, to your review. In my Or was opinion, that just for entertainment? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it was just for entertainment because it was actually my thoughts. But if it was, if somebody, 
you know, it's different. I just, we decided to buy this. All these people like this game. We wanted to buy it and try it out for ourselves. And I wanted to share my thoughts on it. But if somebody was like, hey, I made this game. Can you, you know, play it and review it for us? And I didn't like it. I'm not going to be mean about it. I'm going to say how I feel, but also make sure that it's known that that's just my opinion. And so, like, I guess present it more in the way where, you know, if you're hearing these thoughts of mine about why I don't like it and you feel like you wouldn't care about that, you might like it and give, you know, and you should give it a try. But if you think that you would agree with my negative thoughts on it, then maybe you won't like it. Um, I honestly would feel a little bad. (laughs) <laughs> you know like if they heard it and they're like oh man i gave these people a game and i and they reviewed it and it was like a bad review i would feel a little bad about that but like i don't know i don't think i could say sacrifice your integrity yeah. um and then another thing is to and i'm in a different position because than both of you because usually i'm not the person being contact getting the game deciding we're going to play it and review it but so I don't feel like I can really answer the game or the answer the question, do you still post a review or share your review mm-hmm. if you don't like it? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's more for like you guys. More Jeff. I, I want to hear Jeff's thoughts on this for sure. You, okay. you do most of this, Jeff. You're 90% of the sure, you know, publisher getting so, you games. How do you handle this situation? Um in the last few years I've gotten like way more games than I ever thought I would ever get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I didn't nec- I didn't necessarily start this like my instagram account to do that it was always kind of like something in the back of my head of like, like it'd be, this cool. Would be cool yeah if i could yeah i get free games right wow. and and i would i got like kind of little games to start with a card game here or there and then it was kind of cool the first like kind of real i'll say real game was um mechanica remember that yep. i remember that mm-hmm. text i was like yeah i think i'm getting like, oh my god they're gonna, gonna, resident, they're gonna send me this cow. cool game and um since then i've you know I had the opportunity to like work with all these like like board and dice and and Z Man and Pegasus should be and they like yeah, get these like get like real games that century. people are trying twenty fifth century and like get these games that people are playing and wanting to play and and be able to talk about and also with getting those um, I'm also I've also gotten a few games that no one knows about right that that are these little like card games that are mm-hmm. card games that are you know here's this this roll and write something that we're trying to get to Kickstarter or that's only going to come out for Kickstarter and not get published. So when they're bigger companies, I feel like I don't mind saying my my like real thoughts. True feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, with smaller publishers, like tiny box games, things like that, I've had conversations with people where I've said like, what I'll do is I'll play the game um, or I'll preview it and I'll play it and walk through it. Um, if If I hate the game, I'm not going to post about it. Yeah. And I've, I've told them that up front. I'm like, it, I'm not going, I don't want to give you negative publicity yes. because you're a nobody, right? I'm not going to crush you, you because you're yeah. sending me this game. I will happily send it back to you, send it forward to another person who might want to give it, you know, a, a, a better review than me. Um, is that, is it fair? I don't know. Um, but I think that there's a lot, you have to be sort of vulnerable to make a game and then send it to someone when you are not board and dice or mm-hmm. you're not these bigger companies. And if I can, compl- and it's only happened a few times where I've played a game and been like, this is just not, I don't even feel comfortable. Like, 
like yeah, talking like, about it in the why? show yeah. or doing that. Yeah. It's only happened a few times. And then I've sent the game to someone else and they were just like, thanks and, and move on. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and there's also been, I, I, I've started to kind of delineate between reviewing a game and previewing a game. Um, and some of the games that I don't necessarily find like are in my like wheelhouse games that I like love. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do more of like a preview for the game. So I take, I try to take as creative pictures as possible and I take pictures of the artwork and the photos. And then I give uh, a description of just how the game plays. Mm-hmm. So here's how the game plays. Here's the mechanics of the game. You know, um, I just posted this one on Instagram called like catastrophe. It's about yeah. cats. Okay. Yeah. So I said, here's how the game plays. And if you like things like, um, you know, a little bit of take that. If yeah. you like these kind of card things, this would be a game to check out. It's a family friendly so game. So more it's got news family. than review, right? It would be right. like I, I almost I it's like almost like think you could tell like if you weren't Here's, a fan of it if you if you just kind of like were almost giving them publicity for the game yeah. instead of Make telling your, your thoughts on the game, right? Yeah, is, is all publicity good publicity? Sort of, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, not this kind. In a small like niche hobby of me just like slandering you on Instagram doesn't seem. I don't know. It doesn't seem fair. It seems um, against the spirit of the community. Right. And that's, that's yeah. why maybe a lot of, it does. there is a lot of positive things on Instagram right. for better or worse is because people are, um, right. But there's still not, a way to go yeah. about giving honest thoughts without being mean and super negative, you know, and and like, it's kind of like you said, you can be like, well, if you like this, you might like it. Yeah. But the hidden meaning behind that is I didn't really like that. Yeah, and I think that comes you know? to like reviewing the game. And sometimes right. if you ever are out there and um I'm talking to someone on Instagram, um chits and chits and boards and chits and bits. And I don't know like the word chit. It's great. Um but I've been talking chits to him on Instagram a lot and he's trying to like um build his uh his Instagram following and was kind of interested in like what are something chits and cardboard. Mm. Um <clears throat> and about building his following and reaching out to publishers. And I think sometimes you need to be honest with the publishers and say like, are you looking for me to preview the game? Show yeah, like, it What off, do you want from Or this? are you looking for me to review it, to give you a quote or to do something like that? And I think those are two different things. Yeah, that's a good, um, that's a good point. Versus, you know, like Rado, um, not Rado. Um, Rodney. Rodney, he doesn't, he doesn't review games. Like he does, a, like kind of, he does a lot of previewing and instructional mm-hmm. videos. His but hidden meaning there is, the, if, if he's you doing see me it, doing the game, right. I generally like it. And that's yeah. one thing is, is if we talk about a game here that I've gotten a review copy for, I find some value in it. And again, yeah. I have a bigger target mm-hmm. where, you know, we talked about Terrascape and all of us really like Terrascape. If you don't like hidden movement games, don't buy it. Right. You know, kind of what right. your types of games are. Um, so that's kind of my, I'll probably jump in at some point, but I like that. What yeah. else? Um, so I have uh, different thoughts because I am not in the same arena that Jeff is with that. And I kind of, I'm happy that I don't, because I feel like there's a lot of pressure on you. Uh, and le- I think it suits you better than it suits me because I am very critical uh, in a way that I think you're more easier to like find the positive spin. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times yeah. for me, I'm like, I fucking hated this fucking thing. Sure. And I would not like to be in the situation where I have to go because I would feel the same way you feel like, damn, this is a small publisher. You're going to you guys are going to see me sinking down on my chair because this chair is oh, yeah. just falling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're going to start laughing in a second. I'm going to shrink down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I don't want to be beholden to a small publisher that's like, hey, I got this game. I was worried when we got Ecosphera. Yeah, I was like, I told this guy because I, I was just like, yeah, sure. We'll review it. And I was like, fuck. 
Like, what if it it's sucks? on Kickstarter? And I, I, in my in my head and in my body, I was like, I'm going to review it honestly, no matter what. If yeah. I didn't like it, I'm going to say I don't like it. Yeah. I'm probably not going to like Natalie to Natalie's point and even to Jeff's point. I'm probably not going to light it on fire, but I want everybody to know that I don't like it. I want them to know. Right. You know what I mean? I want people I to. I don't, I don't want, want to be like, oh, everyone likes feelings. it, including you, when really you're like, I didn't like it. And then someone buys it and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I listened to you too. and you kind of <laughs> gave it some praise in this one area, made it sound like it was good, but you really didn't. But I really didn't like it. And I would feel personally disingenuous doing that. And so yeah. I'm glad that I'm not in that situation because mo- mo- a lot of times I'm not. I purposefully don't deal with publishers in the way that Jeff does because I want to be able to blow i want to be able to blow my fucking feelings on the game and be like i don't fucking like this game and here's why i don't like it and not feel like shit i'm i'm really fucking over a relationship they're gonna listen to this podcast because their game's on it and then they're gonna feel like shit about it like that just makes you feel bad you don't want to do that it's a weird line but it's you know you want to you want to have like the integrity of the show and say like this is what we like um right you want to have integrity but could you imagine like if you sent the samurai to someone, oh yeah, it would be terrible. Oh I'd have God, to be before like, if you sent I it went to Gobby and Jerry, and, yeah, they, and they were just like, "Fuck this it. game!" It would suck, you know, and that would suck. But it's like it's also that's, like that's that's the what game. you need to do. That's, that's the way what you need to do. Um, you send it to enough people, and that's where I don't feel as bad when I get you know. I'm trying to think of the last like big big box when I got you know yeah. first rat or something mm-hmm. right, yeah. which I really liked. Yeah, but if you but didn't, if first rat sucked. I wouldn't mind talking about it being bad. They sent it to a, a whole bunch of people. people right. You would be like given one out of like reviews, so many that right? would say like bad. And we're not the right. one they're looking for. No, today. yeah. Like if they sent it to the Dice Tower and the Dice Tower, you know. Right, that's like different. if you go to the Kickstarter page for Ecosphera, the first uh, quote on there is Tom Bass. Yeah. Does so the Dice Tower give shitty reviews? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. A lot. They're pretty oh, honest about that. Thomas, yeah, but yeah Tom, will, he'll just like. Well, and he's also like, he's one of the few people that. I don't say few, but he's one of the, the the rare where he's getting paid to do these things. Mm-hmm. You're paying Tom to review your game. And he's so you could pay him a thousand dollars and he could be like, this game fucking sucks. Yeah. Like you're paying him, I think, before you even he being plays it. Wow. And there's also I think Dice Tower has these like levels almost of reviewers of like if Tom Vassell touches it, you've either paid more or you have some connection because the Dice Tower has these other people who are in the network but aren't Tom Vassell. Right. So when Tom Vassell touches a game, something else happened there. I don't really know all the steps, but I do know that more goes into him touching a game so than he gets it does paid for, for someone else. Actual reviews, not just previews for Kickstarter. I believe so. He gets paid I think. For I think it's. Too. I don't know if it's like a level system or some sort of tier, but there's there's things that he gets reviewed for, or he gets like I don't know if they had to pay him to get him yeah. on the like to take his quote, yeah, or not. Mm. But yeah, because that's more a Kickstarter preview, so I could see them. Yeah, not many people mm. get that kind of like. Well, not that many people that big there's not that's and, like and so I well know, known um yeah. rodney obviously gets paid to do his tutorial videos because it mm-hmm. says always at the bottom paid preview mm. yeah it's it's definitely a contentious point i'm, I'm i like this this topic because like i do a whole show there yeah because <laughs> you definitely don't want to be a shill you know what i mean yeah you don't want to be the yes. person who's just like i love this game this was so good right. just because i want to be not, i'm not saying and you want to be I, honest and you also don't want to be a jerk and you don't want to like hurt somebody. Well, so that's the problem. That again, so that's it's why it's I'm like glad touchy. I'm not Jeff in that way because I don't. The, 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 that would stress me out to the max because I'd be like, I want to fucking say this, yeah, and I don't think I can say that. So now I got to figure out how do I say that in a way that's nicer but still conveys to the audience the exact feeling of mm-hmm. that thing that's I want to say. Like you don't want to just. I wouldn't. I, there are sometimes I'm just 
a dick to games. I'm like, this fucking game, fuck this stupid piece of shit game. Yeah. I, it's There's fun for like, me to like, do that. Blah, blah, blah. And that's the only thing good about yeah. it. And then you like, it's, go. Fun, <laughs> it's fun for me to do that. And that would, I would, that would be a bummer for me to lose that. Cause I, again, I would feel like Jeff where yeah. like, well, God, these people are nice. They're small. They gave this to me for free. And they're like, Hey, here, if you review my game. Right, and then I just so nice. like basically hold it over yeah. an open flame. But it, I also, that is a, a thing that I enjoy doing. I enjoy doing that. Not, I don't enjoy fucking, but I enjoy yeah. saying my true. You enjoy, right. I enjoy fucking. You don't yeah. enjoy fucking. I enjoy fucking. <laughs> my, my, whole, my whole purpose on this show is just to be entertaining. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, I also want to, I have integrity in terms of game reviews. So I, but, but also my game reviews should always be taken with a grain of salt because right. typically when Natalie and I review games or I'm air quoting reviews, we've only played the game once or twice. So there are reviews yeah. are usually first impressions and feeling yeah. based. And another yeah. thing is that you and me or mostly you, if people like listen to this podcast enough, they kind of get the gist of your general feelings and what you like, don't like, or like how you review games. Yeah. And so like they're kind of get when you say something about something, like take it with a grain of salt. You're like, this is Ryan's opinion. And you know from his reviews of past games, like I just have his, to be You know what I'm saying? Gen- yeah. I have to be authentic, genuine, and real. And if I I feel like I have a very high bullshit detector for people who review games or people who are basically saying something where I'm like, that's that's not what you think. Yeah. I feel like I can tell very well. And so I feel like because of that, people can tell in me. If I was being fake and just being like, oh, yeah, this was cool. It had really good components. And then I don't say anything in the negative. I'd feel like sl- like a slime ball. Man, I'm being disingenuous for the sake of being nice. Yeah. And so, like I said, a, a hundred times, I'll say it again. I don't envy the position Jeff's in where he's like, but I do like I do like Jeff how you say like, you know, you tell the publisher like, if I don't like it, I'm just not going to yeah, fucking like say anything too. about it. I think let somebody else destroy it. Yeah. I'm just going to be nice. I'm just like, not going to yeah, say anything. Just and so I don't you know, know, this is how I'm going to handle this. I don't know sometimes when I get a copy of something and I know that I need to take pictures of it and review it. Am I trying extra hard to look at the good in the game also? Like, what is the good that someone might like in this mm-hmm. game? Because like we always say, there, there's a game out there for everybody. Sure. Oh, yeah. So Catastrophe, which I didn't review on here. It's on my Instagram. I more previewed, right? Here's mm-hmm. kind of what this game is about, and here's some pictures. So was I was I looking for the good in that game? If I would have just went and bought the game and played it, would I have hated it? Mm-hmm. it? Because it got sent to me, and I'm trying to find pieces that people might like does that change my approach like if someone sent you paladins and it was like a brand new game play yep. it i want you to i want you to preview the game or review the game mm-hmm. you probably might have found a couple things that were like okay this is more interesting yes. but mm-hmm. now you you spent your fucking money on that game and it sucked ass and now i'm going to rip it apart right mm-hmm. now i'm going to stomp on it like <laughs> yeah now. i'm going to stomp so on it does yeah. that and maybe yeah, it yeah, puts me in a, it, it's a weird position so i don't know game? how i'm doing right in handling reviewing these cuz i've gotten like I've gotten way more games than I ever thought I would get. Like, yeah. in and out, like, gotten games, sent them away, put them in mystery boxes, and just, like, stuff. So I, I don't know how I'm handling it either, but it's, but I also, at first, at the beginning, and this put was in a weird position, too, I, I never really said no, especially, mm-hmm. like, I just wanted to get stuff, to, like, practice. Well, it gets this, your right? name out there, too. It's my name out yeah. there, it's practice. So now I've started in the last year or so to say, like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, I either have too many games right now, or that game doesn't seem to fit my whatever. Yeah, and I know me. a handful of people on Instagram where I'll say, hey, reach out to so-and-so. They're looking for a review copy of something and send them that way. I think it's also, kind of like, maybe it's like I said earlier, being very clear on what what you what, what the, you're going to provide to that publisher. And, like, 
I'm going to preview your game. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell my thoughts on it. I'm just going to say, here's what this game is. Here's how it plays in a nice, fun kind of way. And then people can look into it. Yeah. Or I'm going to review your game on my podcast. And that's going to be open for us hating it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then also, and then I just do that. I That's a personal thing with the caveat of, if I hate this game, Maybe I'm not going to talk about it on the show. And I'm not going to post it on Instagram. I'll play it and then I'll just send I'll, I'll send it back to you mm-hmm. and you can maybe find somebody else. And whether you're listening to this and you're like, that's not the right thing to do. Tell us it sucks. But I also didn't tell you that it existed in the first place. True. True. Nobody so even not, knows you have it. No one even knows. There's been, a hand, there's been few where I yeah. just am like, it's going back to you. I think that's, I think um, you're just doing the best thing that you know how to do. With yeah. It. And, and, and what makes you, you feel good. Because you don't want to feel yeah. bad about it. Yeah. And, and it's, it's one thing to be like critical of games, which I think we should be, but to, I don't want to like burn bridges. And again, is yeah. that just my feeling? I don't know. Right. Well, Does a sense. negative review burn a bridge? The way you do it could potentially do it, I guess. I like what you said though, a second ago where you were like, okay, I spent my money on this game. If I don't really like it, I feel worse mm-hmm. Yeah. than if I got it for free. Do I, ca- am I as I'm not gonna mad? going to be upset about how bad it is. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, man, so which one is the more real feeling? If you spend your money on it, are you, would you be as mad if, I mean, obviously you would never be as mad if you got something for free, but are you necessarily (laughs) mad because you spent money on it? You know what I mean? What is the feeling? Which one is the true feeling? You get something, you know, from a publisher who's like, here's a free game, play this. You're more apt probably to be nicer to it. Just naturally. It's free and it's cool. And they gave it to me and I feel good that they want Mm -hmm. me to publish, to review the game. So that bias creeps in just by getting it for free. And then the other, the other uh, way you, you buy the game yourself. You have, yeah, it's a, you have a different kind of bias that creeps in. I spent my hard earned money like on this was a hundred bucks. And, or you're like, I just read five reviews. I said, this is the best game ever. Maybe you don't care about the money, but you're just like, ah, fuck yeah, I got this game. And you play it and it's, it's, you don't like it. And you're like, like, what did they Fuck. like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this was, yeah, you have another bias. So it's like, you just do the best I think yeah. you can do. And right. I'd be interested if other, if people are out there who have gotten review copies of things, whether it's like a nothing mm-hmm. game or a big game, what they also think or what they've done mm-hmm. um, with review copies. And I've gotten like, like I got Tris Magistus as a review copy. That's like one of my favorite fucking games. Yeah. The Toko yeah. I got as a review copy. They're yeah. so awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I've also gotten like pieces of shit. Right. I think the best thing, one of the best things to do and that you do is to be upfront beforehand and disclaim. Yeah, that's you know, great. hey, this is a review copy. I got this for free. Uh, take my. Re- I think Rado does this a lot, or, or is it Rado? Yeah, I think Rado does this a lot. Where he'll say before he goes in review, he'll be like, "Hey, this game was given to me, and I was paid. Yeah, to re- to look at it. Now they didn't pay me for my thoughts, but." Take that with a grain of salt, yeah. right? And I because you might nothing, not believe, right? Me. I don't get paid. I get paid in a you free game. In free games, no, yeah. Nothing and, like no one's ever given me money to do anything. And mm-hmm. and still, I think it's good Same. that you that you're like, hey, I was able to get you know Chad from 25th Century sent me yep. this game to tell you all about. Mm-hmm. It's good that you just kind of throw that out there. I think because I think people are easily um, offended. If they find out after the fact, there's this yeah, guy. It's good to be upfront about this it. reviewer. I can't remember his name right now. Undead Viking. You know Undead Viking. Yeah, I do. He uh, he's been a, a long time rev- a video reviewer, and I really like this guy. Mm-hmm. And he caught a lot of fire for it. Came out that he was reviewing games and he was paid to review them, but he didn't tell anybody that. 
So he never yeah. disclosed it. And so he's he's giving his reviews and he's this big, you know, popular yeah. reviewer and people are buying the games that he's, you know, telling them to. And, you know, it's he's like and then he it comes out paid. later that like he's been paid for all these things. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people so got he not real, giving his real thoughts. Yeah, like, right. wait a minute. We didn't even know that you were getting paid. And so now it's like you're just like telling us to buy these games that maybe you're only telling us that not because they're actually good and you actually think they're good, but because someone's telling. So he's shilling mm-hmm. now is what people are. You know, I don't necessarily have a. Uh, no, yeah, an, nobody an knows what's going own. on in the background. He might have turned down 30 games or like been like, no, I'm not playing that. Or no, like I'm not. Maybe he didn't take money for some mm-hmm. of it. Or he might do the you method where he yeah. does take the game. He gets paid for it, And nobody ever sees that video. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, because like, he didn't sorry, like it. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not defending Undead Viking and I'm not sure. I'm not trying to vilify him either. But all I can say is what came out of that discussion was most people agreed it's probably best to at least disclose up front what, you know, what potential bias there could be perceived in the way he procured the game. Yeah. So as we just talked about, man, there's everything biases you. Your mood before you yeah, play the game biases you. That's what I was literally just going to say. Like, Did you get it for free? Every single, like, you. yeah, like we were saying, like, oh, maybe you're part biased if you get it for free or you're biased because you paid for it. But like you said, every single thing Every single situation is going to give you some sort of bias. So as long as you're sharing your like true feelings, the, the bias doesn't matter because everything's going to be like, you know, you might be like, this is a deck builder. And then it turns out I hate everything about it. And so I like might think it's going to be one way and then I'm upset about something or whatever it is. You know, I don't think that really necessarily matters as long as you're just sharing how you feel. Yeah. And if we had like a sponsor, I wonder like what would. Like if Chad from 20th Century was like, "Hey, I, we want to sponsor you." I'm gonna pay you money, and in, that'd in, be cool. We'd probably be like, "That's sweet." Hell but, yeah! But it's like now, what do now we do? what are we what are we beholden to? So I'll say this straight up: um, the Secret Cabal they had I know exactly. uh, Stronghold Games was a sponsor, and so they they would talk about Kalimala all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, Kalimala, maybe that's a cool game. And I know you love it. I do, love right? It. Yeah. Well, top ten for you? No, close. So that was no. a fifteen or okay, top twenty but. game for you, but. I was all every time You're I heard skeptical. Jamie talk about Kalimala, I was like, come on. So I do you really to, like Kalimala? Yeah, well, it's hard to know. Sponsor. If, yeah. Not that I want to keep talking about somebody else's podcast, but <laughs> they dropped Stronghold and then I have Restoration Games. The first review that Jamie gave him unmatched, he f- hated it. Hmm. And now it's like one of his favorite games. And oh, really? Like all oh. the box sets. Ha. So Wait, and he even it, said, did he hate it before they were the yes. sponsor? And then mm. he, and, but he, he even was like, he, he's like, Call me out. Send me all the emails you okay. want. I yeah. get it. He's like, yeah. this is f- shitty. But he's like, I play this game five more times after it, and I fucking love it. Well, yeah. And I do believe that. him, yeah. but he's I, like, no, he's like, go I ahead, yeah. throw shit at me. They're, but, they're the greatest. I believe everything they say, yeah. but but I will say that. But, yeah, part of me was like, has okay. to change something. Stronghold yeah, did that change is, like your bias? Because if Chad, if it was like 25th century, is like, all right, we're gonna sponsor you, cool. And he sends me a game and it sucks. Do I message Chad and go, we're not gonna talk about this one? Right. We'll talk about Motor City. We'll talk about Blazon. We'll talk about these other games. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it. Or are you like, oh, this one. Yeah. I love these guys. I'm excited about what they're doing for us. And now I'm playing their games with a whole different and perspective. And you might not even know that right. bias is yeah, in your head. Right, you're but not consciously Jamie thinking might be, that. Jamie could have been like, you know what? This is so fucking cool. Stephen Bonacore is, you know, sponsoring me. Wow, yeah. we're, they believe in this podcast. I'm going to, I can't wait to right. play some of these yeah. games. Wow, I played this one called Kali Malo. This one's really fucking cool. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about it. And the, little do they know. When you know, I listen to it. I'm like, ah, right. I don't know if you. Right, do and it's like not like that. he's trying to like manipulate everybody. It's commercial. just like a subconscious thing that happens <laughs> yeah. unknowingly. Right, yeah. and I'm sure he actually absolutely loves that game. Sure. I'm sure he does. But it's one thing it's you curious. can't help but 
Hmm. You can't help but as a listener, you can't help but um, pick up on that and be like, huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, I've I've kind yeah, of thought about that and not discouraged having a sponsor, but I've like been like, I don't know. Like, if we had one, how would that change? What a, like yeah. I'd be fine with just doing a commercial for you. Yes. You know, I don't know if I'd want to be like. I personally love these like, three games because mm-hmm. it's like, do you yeah, though? The Gamecaster is brought to you by. Yeah, yeah. not that. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's really interesting. I love this topic. I think this was a great uh, yeah. Nook topic. Do you guys have anything else we you want to talk anyway. about before no, we like move that, on? Nope. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. For today's game of the episode. Oh, can you Uh-oh. grab the dinger, please? Yeah. Ooh, We're going to do a game we played many, many moons ago called Who Am I? Do you guys remember the game Who Am I? Yeah. Dan, the burrito man, wa- requested this game. Natalie does not remember, so you're going to need She doesn't remember a thing, of course. I will tell you about this. Is it when you like list things that are, like about it, and like one of them's like hard to get, and then the last one's like easier? Nope. Okay. Um, so in this one, <laughs> Refresh my memory. I have 10 games that are going to, ex- the games are going to explain themselves. And you okay. guys have to buzz in when you think you've got the game. Okay. Um, actually, Natalie, what you're remembering might actually have been one iteration we did of this. Oh, I do okay. remember doing like a hard like and then, yeah, then yeah the if medium, we didn't get it, you'd read the next one. Yep. If we, yeah, this one is, I'm just going to read like, I'm a game who blah, 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 blah. And then and we, like, you should, you're to ding okay, in and as, try to get it. the game we're talking. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Number one. I wish. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Do it. <laughs> I wish we could do that cover game again that Natalie fucking hated. And oh, board game revolution. the cover. No board game oh, bullshit. That and was the cover so. The cover one was so <laughs> it's funny. like on planet Mars. That, there's colors. There's colors. What kind My, of? Uh, Natalie's uh, digging herself into trying to get a half like, a point. There's a Martian. Mm, there's the title space. of it's probably on there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll bring that game back. Anyway, we're gonna have yeah. that board game or bullshit funny. probably won't come back because she has right. that. But we'll bring back the cover game. So All this right. is back to the dinger. Whoever dings in first. This is who am I? Number one. Who am I? I've been a top contender for a long time now. And my mini version is right behind me. Jeff. Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven. Oh. Correct. Gloomhaven draws the line. Is yes. the mini game that's right behind me. Natalie looked. Natalie had this blank smile on her face. Oh. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? I don't even know. Oh, my God. Number two. <laughs> These are not extremely difficult. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll say that. Number two. Got it. You wouldn't think so. But my theme is actually pretty controversial. Nonetheless, I shot like a rocket up the charts last year. Last year, Who am I? shot its load all the way up the thing. And you wouldn't think so, but my theme is actually kind of controversial. Nonetheless, I shot like a rocket. Jeff. Ark Nova. Yes, sir. Zoos. <laughs> some people don't like zoos. They don't. I did not know that. Yeah. You didn't know some people like zoos? Didn't well, like zoos? I guess I... Yeah. There's, there are certain animals that weren't... Eat, like, you won't see elephants in Ark Nova. Right. There's no elephants in the Detroit Zoo. Because... They're so smart that caging them in a zoo yeah. is like more. Uh, yeah, I guess I didn't pick up more that. wrong than a lot of the zoos animals. around the country have have uh, freed isn't the right word, but like yeah. reincorporated them to. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, and they got like so people still won't play the game because of the theme for some reason. Again, zoos, I get. I didn't know um, that. But part. you look at a lot of other games. There's a lot of really bad things. But they try. I think they added the conservation stuff to hopefully maybe balance that out. Because yes. the, you, you know you do need to like set some of your animals. Yeah, for you're conserving game. them. But you get points yeah. for setting them free. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of people are the very pissed and they don't play the game because of the theme. Yeah, They're like, oh, a theme about zoos in 2022. What are we? Okay, number three. Jeff used to love me. 
I climbed very high up his favorite list, but there's a couple games that basically do the same thing I do, and he likes them better than me, so I've, I've, I've fallen a little bit out of his good graces. It's about me. Who am I? You want me to ding, or you want me to... Natalie. You got it. Terraforming Mars? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> nice, nicely done. Number four. Why does Ryan hate us so much? Everyone else fucking loves us. But Natalie and... Natalie? Was that Natalie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Natalie. <laughs> What's... Uh, Tick. Those, those, like, Tick. paladin-type games. The Shet. Shet. That Shet. works. I'm going to accept Shet. that. Yeah, Shet. Shet. What's his name? It's Shet, right? It it's is. Shet. <laughs> the Shet yeah. game. Shet McPhillips. Shet you got Mc, it. Shet McShet pants. It's Shet. Was the that close? of the series. Yeah, of you got the, it. Yeah, that's right. What's the, what's the name? I'm Paladins thinking. of the West Kingdom. No, like a... Shem. 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 No, it was Shet. A Shet. You were thinking Shet. of Shet. It's Shet. <laughs> Shet Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're two to two. Two to two. Number five. Shet Phillips. I'm just as shocked to be here as all of you. I mean, I'm a great fucking game, but not one you'd expect him to love so much, even though I am a hottie. Jeff. Maria. Maria. Oh, I just Maria. Really like that game. <laughs> Ooh, nah, nah. I, I listen know. to some of these things. I, like I, I listen to our show. Come on, yeah, I'm you're a listener. listener. You're an avid listener. We get your Ryan will say things about games. I'm like he's, like he's like I fucking hated that. He's like there's this conflict and I don't like doing that to Nat. Oh my god, his two favorite and games like, of all Maria's time. Are, are games. I do say Bobbity Boobity. Yeah, you Bobbity Boobity. <laughs> I'm a fucking enigma. You can't figure yeah, me out. Number sense. six. Jeff's up three to two. Okay, my rule book isn't great. Neither is my artwork. But I think I might possibly in line to be become the next Gamecasters Essential. It's not moniker. <laughs> Maybe because my theme is sort of sexual. Natalie. Obsession. Obsession. Ooh. Very good. God, that rule book. <laughs> <laughs> three to three. But we Damn, I shouldn't all let... fucking love that game. Yeah, I shouldn't let Natalie get that terraform. I know. You should have. <laughs> I know. Should you just let. I really blew yeah, it. You thought I was going to blow her away. Now it's not bad. <laughs> well, he was up, he was up yeah. two to zero. And it was I about know. to be three to zero. Now <laughs> it is tied up three to three. The other one, one blew the other one away. <laughs> 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 It sort of sounded like, sound like a snake, 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 <laughs> snake, 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 snake. I don't know no snakes. Home Alone. <laughs> Number seven. Oh, yeah. Number seven. Natalie loves me. I'm just a little guy and honestly don't really get what's so great about me. I'm pretty sure Natalie even disregarded me completely at Natalie. Crisscross? And Damn. Let's start over. Mm. Natalie loves me. I'm just a little guy and honestly don't really get what's so great about me. I'm pretty sure Natalie even disregarded me completely at first, but that didn't stop her from being extremely hyped about me. Hmm. I think I know. Yeah, don't. you too. <laughs> she was so hyped about. Well, I'll read it again. Natalie loves me. I'm just a little guy, and honestly, don't really get what's so great about me. I'm pretty sure Natalie even disregarded me completely at first, but that didn't stop her from being extremely hyped about me. Thing. Jeff. Cafe over hoo ha. <laughs> Cafe over hoo ha. Nope. nope. Can I guess that? You can go in, Natalie. Is it Cryptid Urban Legend? It is Cryptid Urban uh. Legend. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Man, you were number one game. Number one. Number one of all time. All right. Four to three. Damn it. All right. Number eight. You're right. <laughs> I'm extremely colorful. And while I'm filled with dice, I'm not quite as random as you might think. Play me and you'll. Jeff. Sagrada. Sagrada. Yeah, very good. I got to dig in first so I get it. <laughs> you get it? All right. It's tied up. Four to four. Number nine. There's a lot of games that do what I do, but I think I was the first. The artwork on my cards is phenomenal. Can you guess what I'm supposed to be? Who am I? There's a lot of games mm. that do what I do, but I think I was the first. The artwork on my cards is phenomenal. 
Can you guess what I'm supposed to be? Huh. Okay. That's not enough info. Okay, we'll go to number 10. <laughs> I'm a fun game to play cooperatively with friends. I'm fine with two, but I'm probably best with four, though more than five is probably bad. I have a time limit, but mostly it doesn't matter. Ryan and Natalie probably shouldn't. Jeff, the unlock suit. Yes. Oh. I would have also accepted the exits. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is up, Natalie, five to four. Dun, dun, dun. So we have the phenomenal You have art. number nine, nine, which is there's a lot of games that do what I do, but I think I was the first. The artwork on my cards is phenomenal. Can you guess what I'm supposed to be? Jeff. Dixit. Yes, sir. You. Oh, I don't think I would have got that. Dixit. So I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, all right, Dixit, Mysterious, like something like, in that. Yep. Yeah. It. yep. Dixit. Yeah. I think Dixit did that first. Yeah, uh, probably. So many games have done that. Because like, I always refer to that yeah. as like Detective Dixit Club. art. Yeah. 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 Dixit artwork yeah, on yeah. a lot of those mm -hmm. cards. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. We move <laughs> along <laughs> now <laughs> to <laughs> the top five of the episode. This was brought to us by the mad board gamer himself, Jeffrey Madigan. <laughs> We're going to do the top five games rated lower than seven on bgg okay so we're gonna go not like too ridiculously down far but we're gonna go outside of the normal like wow these are the best games of all time mm -hmm. okay um we're gonna go natalie me and with jeff okay all right okay -do. natalie start us off with number five number five okay this is a game that i used to play as a kid and then i saw it on the list and i was like man this game's so good Mastermind. and i i'm just gonna say no, it's not Mastermind. Really? It is Scattergories. Oh, you love that game. I oh, love yeah. that game. I yeah. mean, it's like, I don't know. It's one of those games. It holds a special place in my heart. And, you know, you, you roll this big, chunky dice that has all the letters of the alphabet on it. And then you have to, like, a D26? name, <laughs> you know, you have a timer where you <laughs> name, like, category. Like, you have to name things starting with that yeah, letter in these, like, categories. <laughs> and you're, they're trying to be unique. And I don't know. I know it's an old school game, but man, that game's fun. Yeah, like, that's that cool. game is in everyone's closet. Yeah, right. somewhere. We still, right. have, I think, that I still blue have box, it. that like bright blue box. Yeah, blue or red. Or red. Red. Yeah. Is it the red one? Yeah. What's the one that's blue like is outburst? Outburst. Maybe. I'm thinking outburst. Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. The old Trivial yeah. Pursuit had that yeah. blue. Yeah, that you're right. Categories is the red one. All right, number five for me is a game rated ranked or uh, uh, rated. Wait, oh, what I didn't is it? Do rated six point nine eight. So just below the seven. A lot of these are just below seven, which is fine. Um, last week or last episode, I was like, I blew the fucking dick. Blew the dick. I blew it. He broke all the rules. I broke all the rules. Every that rule that's right. Out for that's right. This game, I am, I am thinking outside, but pressed right up against the box. Okay. <laughs> okay. And my number five is a little card game that I love that I first heard about from Jeremy Pete himself, the germ player called Coloretto. Coloretto's cool. Yeah, that's fun. Coloretto's a There's very also fun game. And Zuloretto. Like same-ish kind of game, right? Isn't Zuloretto like a board game though? I think it's got similar mechanisms. I think it's got similar mechanisms, but Colorado, fantastic little card cool game. Art, right? Chameleons all over. Yeah, around. chameleons, and then it's there's like colorful. there's like one that's like um Rainbow. Yeah, it's like it's like uh like a foil yeah. kind oh, yes. of thing, like the gold foil, which is really, really fun. It's a very interesting game as yeah, well. Yeah, it's fun. I like that yeah, game. Yeah, good mm -hmm. game. Uh Jeff, what's your number five? Well, because Ryan broke all the rules last time. You're breaking them all this time? Not all of them. And not for this one, Is but in the future point? one. In the future, you're breaking. I have, I have episode one twelve. Two of them that are seven point zero. Uh, that's fine. Okay, Fuck it. so I'm gonna no, take it. So close enough. I'm going with seven point zero or below. Sure. Um, this one's not. This one is a six point nine. Okay. <laughs> um, this one is a game that Devin and I 
played like the crap out of. It's a cool travel game called Mr. Jack Pocket. I mm. like the Mr. Jack um, game. Mr. Jack is a sweet game also. Yeah. If you like mind management or you like those mm. type we of We play like, that all the time. One verse things. Yeah, it's like a, I feel like it kind of, no one talks about it anymore. Um, True. But Mr. Jack Pocket comes in a very small box, like not, not like Illusion or The Mind. This is like a, a square box and they're all tiles and there's nine tiles. You lay them out. And you're kind of just cat and mouse chasing. Um, yep. And it uses sort of a couple cool mechanics of this person can see around a corner, and but two you're player hiding only. here and just two player only. Like heads up, somebody's Mr. Jack, somebody's all the investigators, which is just two, two or three of them in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a fun, a good travel game also, like bar game even. Also, if game. you want to watch a really interesting and funny YouTube video, look the, for the board oh, with best. life. Yeah, so funny. That's like Mr. Jack. I always think of that when oh, I hear it's Mr. So Jack. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Natalie, what? No, yeah, you always number four. <laughs> uh, my number four <laughs> is this little game that I've, we played a long time ago called Blueprints. Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember Blueprints. Blueprints. Yeah. That, yeah, that was I a cool think, game. I think that was really fun. Your dice stacking. I feel like almost like, you know, we're kind of past it now, but like back then, I really liked that game. And yeah, you're like, it's like a blueprint theme game where you're like stacking dice to fulfill these blueprints and are you drafting the dice to get them and then you stack them up or it's been so long yeah i I think so i think so let me ask you this they're making a new there's a game being made called the blueprints of mad king ludwig is that like a mashup of blueprints god maybe that'd be weird who's who's doing it i don't know it's got to be bezier or it's got to be yeah does bezier have the who did blueprints was it z-man yeah so who has the rights to Mad King? This Olympic? is probably very Someone easy to look the rights. <laughs> Let's see. Blue Prince of Mad King yeah. Ludwig. Do you remember we couldn't just look something up? There was a time. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, oh my I gosh. Just, I know the other day, or when I was with my friends, my friend Molly was like asking something. She's like, I wonder this. And we were, she was like, hmm. And I'm like, why don't you just look on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What do you mean? Hmm. You could just find out right now. So what is it? It looks maybe it's not a like flipping sketch. So I don't so it's think like it's anything like that. Like yeah, it. it's nothing like that. Who's so you're just drawing it? blueprints. It's Bezier. But yeah. Okay. Yep. So they have the yep all spot there. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Number four for me is a game that I did not like at all when I first played it. It comes in at six point nine five, and then for whatever reason I played it again with a different group, and every time now I love it so much. And it's called Six Nymphed. Mm, yeah, great. that's a good one. Man, it's fun. We the first time I played it, big groups. Big groups. It's a great game with big groups. Great. Even at like nine or yeah. s- like eight, when it's you're looking for like a awesome, yeah, it's really cool. The first time I ever played it, Bill had brought it out or something, and I just remember I was just like, I don't want to play this. And we played it, and I was like, Yeah, whatever, it's fine. And and and, and well, because it's one of those games where like everyone loves this game. This game is so great. And I was like, eh, I didn't think it was that good. Yeah. And I remember writing a comment about it, like, yeah, well, it's good, it's fine. Yeah. And then I played it again, and I was like, <laughs> Man oh. X82 says, well, this yeah. game's a meh. I, was, I played right. it again, and I was like, oh, this is really funny. Yeah. I like this game a lot. And every time I played it since, I'm like, this is so good. Yeah. yeah. And I get why people might not like it. There is some randomness. Yeah. You just like, you play right. Or if you play it, it once, and then, and then you're the one who just That's why it's so funny. I can see you be like, whatever. So real quick, real quick. Sometimes we like these are these are littler games that maybe people don't know as much. So I'm gonna just give one sentence about what if you don't know what six nymph is. It's basically just a little card game, and there's a bunch, and you're trying to not get points. If you don't get points, you if you get the least amount of points, you win. Or is it like? First person to fifty loses or something like that. Kind it's like, like one that, of those kind yeah, of games. Yeah, it's like you want the low. Like the game the ends. You have ten cards in your hand. Then, Each round, yeah. everybody just picks a card to play it, and then you put them in order in number order according to different rows. And if you ever play 
the a, a card that would be the sixth card yep. in the row. The sixth one, you gets gotta it. take yeah. all the other ones, and they give you points. And it's like you don't ah! want to take them because yeah, you don't want points. It is yeah. There are moments where you think like, oh, I'm gonna play this. It's only two away from that one. Oh, oh, and the person plays yep. the one away from it, and then you take and the whole now row, the and card. now your whole thing. Ah, now I just get ten points. And then like 10 that points. probably ruins someone else's play, yep. which is kind of <laughs> yeah. fun. Or someone's like, well, I'm completely fucked, and then it's like you come in right in front of them to yes, take the row. And they're like, yeah. oh yeah, thank you. Gosh, that game is good. Just in case you never heard of this game, it's called Six Nimpt N I M M T N I M M T Nimpt. Yep. Or Nimit. I don't know. Six Nimpt. All right. Uh, Natalie, or no, Jeff, what's your number four? My number four is kind of like a, I don't know, abstract might not be the right word. Um, Stacking game called Number Nine. I love number nine. Comes in at 6.9. Yeah, number nine's great. And it's just cool. It's like you flip over a card and it gives you a number, and that number is made up of some sort of shape block. And you, you, you play it in front of you. And then your goal is to um, make levels to then stack those other numbers on top of each sure. other. And you get more points the mm-hmm. higher the level is. Um, I'm really bad at it. I think Dave is really good at it. Makes Someone sense. in my family is really good at it. That makes sense. It. Dave's good at and it. And it just was like, it was a kind of a unique game when it came out. And I, it it's always in my head of like, that's a, a good game to end the night. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows the rules. You never have to look it up again. You just flip it over and you place the thing down. Mm-hmm. Changes all the time. You can't stack like the same number on top of each other like directly. It just yeah. is, is a, a really solid um, that type of game. Yeah. I love that game. Love number nine. That's a fantastic game. Yeah. Very, very, very And again, cool. number NMBR. <laughs> yeah, NMBR9. Yeah. Like a preview. All in one. Natalie, what about number three? Uh, my number three was actually going to be number nine, but I will <laughs> substitute it just to get more of these types of games out there. Sure. And uh, my number three will be ch- Second Chance. Oh. The Rosenberg hmm. game where you're just drawing cards and you're coloring. You're drawing cards? Yeah, you like draw a card. <laughs> draw the shape of yeah. a card. <laughs> draw Rectangle. a card. Yeah. <laughs> you flip a card. There you go. And you're drawing in a polyomino shape and you basically have this square grid and you're just trying to like fill in the grid. Just and fill them up. Not ha- I haven't played that game in a while. That's fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. So and we good. like to pull yeah. out colored pencils and make it pretty instead of just doing like boring. Yeah. You know. Have you ever filled in the whole board? Yes. I have Natalie one time. did. I have not. I think I've gotten the one. I think I kept it. The last game we played, I feel like it was. I think I, I left with so. one. Yeah, I've, I've left with one a few I think times. I was out first and I got to fill in like the second. Like this, I had two left in the box filled in the mm, one. I remember yeah. the, it was the last game we played. I, I, I was like, I am killing this. Mm. I think I had two left open. I was like, yes. And Natalie filled them all. God damn Yeah, it was still a cool. chill game. That's a great game. Yeah. That's a game that you're like, why is this so fun? So fun? It's the most mm. simple, stupid right. little game, but it's really fun. All right, number three for me comes in at 6.88, the second lowest ranked yeah. game for me. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a game by uh, Carl Chuddock, I think, and it's called Red 7. Yeah. Now, this is one where basically you just have to be winning according to the current rule at the end of your turn. It's Kind of sounds like it's very confusing when you explain it, but it makes total <clears throat> sense when you play it. <coughs> I even think it takes a, a play of a game to understand. Yeah, yeah. there's if, a little bit of a learning a, curve, like a round, at least a round. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's a little game and it's really, really fun. And basically, you're just going in number priority, and if numbers are tied, color priority. Mm-hmm. The numbers are go from one to seven, the colors go from like. Yeah, red is basically the strongest color. Seven is the strongest number. So the red seven is the strongest card in the game. Hence the name of the game. And it is a really fun game. Almost every single person I show this game to buys it. 
after after they play it. It's it's a great time. The last two people I showed it to were the measles and Ben and M. And I remember both of them were like, I love this game. This game's yeah. so fun. Sur- surface level, you're like, okay, easy card game. And then you play it and you're like, this is kind of fucking hard. Yeah, this is really this hard. Is hard. And it's a little bit of a brain burner because you need mm. to be winning. And how can you figure out from your hand how to be winning? Yeah. And it's not just, oh, this card is higher. Now I need to play something that makes my cards higher. Yeah, I change yeah. the rule cool. and play a card. And there's a lot of times where someone, I've played with somebody uh, new and they're like, well, I'm out. And I'm like, let me see your cards. Yeah. Like, and then they kind of show it to me. I'm like, you can actually stay in if you play this. And you almost have yeah. like double check. Yeah. 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 Right. Which kind of starts to unlock a little bit of the, right. the depth of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Jeff, what about number three for you? My number three is coming at 6.9 again. Call It's a Stefan Feld game. I like Stefan La Ila. <clears throat> Roma. Mm-hmm. Oh. That is, um, that's a cool game. It's not his best. It's not like amazing. Yeah. But it is a Feld game where you get kind of a unique gameplay. It happens. It's like a forty-five minute game. Yeah, I remember um, when you there's got like this. some set collecting. Yeah, and Bill has it and has picked it a few times, and it just. It, I always kind of forget about it. it. It's. I don't want to say it's forgettable, but when it comes back out, I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And they're redoing it, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't know if it's in one of that collection. Yeah, of, one of the new of city just completely of... remaking all of his. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm a little annoyed with that. I know <laughs> they probably are just going to name it some other game of yes. the city that's already that's they're already a game. early on yeah they're gonna call it oh, puerto yeah. rico they, yeah they, they call it puerto rico they call it Trois, <laughs> and they just redid it. Yeah. um it's also called marrakesh yeah <laughs> but no this is marrakesh one this is yeah marrakesh two. yeah so yeah that's la ila stevenfeld 6.9 sweet mm-hmm. round number two natalie what is it uh my number two is the game are you are ready, ready for to the play game? the game are you ready <laughs> yeah. to play the game yeah which is it's just a game it's like i think it's like one through a hundred Mm-hmm. Um and you basically have two stacks of cards. One is going is like ascending order, and one is going in descending order. And yeah, two of them, two times. And you, that's right, four yes. four stacks. Then. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Two that go up, two and that go down. Basically, the goal is everybody has cards, and you're trying to play them, you know, in order appropriately, and also get rid of all of the cards in the entire deck together. Right. So you don't want to go from twenty nine to sixty. Right, right. Because there's all those other cards cool. everybody else has. That's, That's easy. Fun. That game is so fun. Natalie's list, it. like if you're looking for again a twenty dollar add on, the last like four games, probably <laughs> other than Laila, it was like just that's like those are easy games mm-hmm. to have in your collection to keep in like a card box. Right, and they're very easy to learn and explain, and most people. Will and it's better if you didn't like a good time. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know if the mind is on your list, but if you didn't like it's the not, mind because of. The weirdness of it, or the not knowing yeah, thing. The, this game is will will maybe be better than the mind. Right. The more like kinda, I love playing it the reminds mind with me you of guys, the mind, but, like, but you can like talk. Yes, I yeah, agree. It's John. a it's a cool thing. game. The yeah. the and game it, seems to have a little more mass appeal than the mind. Yes. Yeah, I agree. and get the new like there's a skull version, but get the new. The yeah, new version, the artwork version is with way better. what's yeah. his name doing the artwork? Quanchai. Um, Quanchai Moria. He does the artwork. Mm-hmm. Number two for me is a game I have not played in a long time, but it has survived in my collection for. Ever. It's, it comes in at 6.98 and it's called China. Ooh, China's Have that you, low? Yeah. I guess I didn't even, didn't even think about it. So it's also been, there's a new version of it now, not called China anymore, but it's a cool game. It's called Marrakesh. <laughs> Marrakesh 3. So yeah. it's also called Marrakesh. <laughs> yeah. And it, it has this cool system called like the 3 2 1 system. And you can like do three things to do two things to do one. It's, it's really, really cool. And I haven't played it in a while. It's got kind of like a, um, is that kind of like Iwari? Iwari? Yeah, Iwari. That's like the new the new version of it, yeah. I think. 
And there was even another version before it was called China. It was like it was something else. Yeah. Then it was called called China. Web of Power. Web of Power. Then China. (laughs) And then then there's another re-implemented by a game called Han. Yeah, right. In 2014. Okay. Um, Yeah, so it was Web of Power, China, China. then Han, Han. then Iwari. Now it's Iwari. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Same game. Uh, very cool system. I really like it. We haven't played it in a long time, I but for some reason it. it's just hung around. I've only played it once. It was fun. Yeah, I'm always like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to keep that. There's and some if you side know my deals games. going on in that game where you like someone's taking your turn. You're like, listen. Yeah. yeah. While this idiot's doing your turn, let's yeah. talk about what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's that's cool. It's Natalie fun. would fucking hate it. Oh, I played <laughs> yeah, it once. I didn't like. Yeah, you would hate it. No, no, you played Chinatown. Oh, I've never played China. Oh, I think I have actually. You might have. I don't remember it, but I think I played it a long time ago. So that is number two. Jeff, what about you? My number two. Okay, so I I thought that my one and two were seven above. They're not. Oh, nice. My number two is a 6.98. 6.9. Ooh, 6.98. And it's a Johnny Pack game, which I've played a couple times with Devin called Lions of Lydia. Oh, right. It's a a good game. I remember you talking about this one. It's a good weight. It plays in an hour. Um, It's a cool, like, meeple drawn out of a bag. It goes into place. Engine building kind of game that I think, again, no one really talks about. It flies very much under the radar. It's good with people who want to, like, game and play some games um, and also would be good for, like, family. Devin and I, I think the last time we played, added in one of, like, the modules. But the base game comes with, like, here's kind of more family or friendly game and here's all these modules you can add. Mm -hmm. And that one's cool. It's a cool game that I think deserves maybe a little more attention. Awesome. Lions of Lydia. Yeah. All right, here we are. Numero, one. numero one o, as they say. Yep. Um, my numero one o. <laughs> it's a game that is rated six point eight, and I honestly oh, I don't nice. understand why. Why it's not the highest rated game of all time? Let's hear it. No, but I just love this game. It's called Custom Heroes. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. point. That is, that is one of those games where, like, okay, it's not going to be like in my top is. ten or twenty, but every time I like. Hear about the game or think about one. that game. I'm like that game. I love that game. Right, that so game's fun. so it's a good. Great game. And I'll play it anytime. And I'm kind of shocked that other people don't feel that way. I think maybe I'm wrong about this. Ladder climbing games just don't. It's aren't as popular. They just don't get that yeah. high. You know what I mean? Yeah. The most annoying part about the game is just unsleeving. Yeah. Yeah. Is your whole all list card games? I, I would forget what your five and four were. Well, Scatterways isn't. Scatterways is not. Blueprints? China, China is not. Blueprints is not. No. Um, no, just Natalie's list. So the oh, last I three were, were so I, just, yeah. very, very good card games. Yeah. My my first three were Colorado 6, Nymph, and Red 7 are mm-hmm. all card games. And my la- my number one is also a card game. Ooh. Natalie hates this fucking game, though. Yes. <laughs> Jeff, we like this game a lot. We do. It is the my favorite press your luck game, I think. And it's oh, called yeah. Ink and Gold. I saw and it comes one. in at Ugh. 6.83, the or, lowest rated on the list for me. Or what it's called? what is it called now? Uh, Just for people who are actually... Oh, yeah. Diamond. Diamond. It actually started as Diamond. Right. Then went so. to Ink and Gold. Now it's back to Diamond. It's basically a game where you're just going into a uh, temple to try to yep. get treasure. You just keep going, baby. And you just keep fucking <laughs> going to get as much treasure as you can. However, if two, if two of the same trap card come out, you fucking bust. You bust. And you lose it you all. You bust, bitch, you out. Ah, but you can't stop. It's can't stop. You just can't stop. It's fun. It's called can't stop. No, it's ink and gold. Speaking of can't stop, what it could have been on the list. could have been on there. Jeff, what's your number one, man? <laughs> My number one does come in at 7.01. Oh, all right. Oh, oh that puts your one. Oh, you love it. it so much. It's higher than seven. Well, I'm going with it. Now, my number one is Paper Tales. Oh, okay, uh, cool. That game is cool. I like that box cover. The box is gorgeous. If I were to hang boxes or get some giant picture of a box, that would That's be one of them. That's so do. fucking cool. It is cool. Um, but it is a very cool engine build game. Card drafting, kind of cool where you have I these, like, lines. I remember you being hyped about it when you talked yeah, about it. Yeah, just way better than you think that game 
should be almost. Sure. You have these like lines where like the front, the front like uh, line of cards are going to like kind of attack in your back line. So you almost have to set up if this, if this card's in the front, it's going to do this extra power thing. If it's in the back, mm-hmm. um, it'll do different. It's just cool. Like the back rows will help you get resources to build cooler, but it just was a fun experience that I wasn't expecting out of that game. I think there's an expansion that I need to probably get. Um, but that was my number one paper tails. That's awesome. I, that, I, I like that list idea a lot. I always yeah. like hyping up or bringing attention to games that are maybe a little bit lower ranked. You know, we're yeah. very call to the new in, sure, we, in yeah. this show. You know, a lot of it is we have, yeah, we kind of have to be, you have to be. Uh, but it's fun to, to go back and talk about the games that maybe aren't talked about as much as they should be. Mm-hmm. And there's so many more that I could, uh, oh, yeah. I was going through we'll, the list of all the games. I'm like, God, I can talk about any of these. We'll figure out all the lists. I just want to talk about to give those. Yeah. You have any honorable mentions? I didn't write oh. any down. Um, I had a few like Saboteur. I, mean, I could talk about a bunch. Saboteur, Saboteur has always great. been a group kind of favorite of ours. 6.6. Wow. Suro is low. Can't stop is that's just fun. Saikatsu is just over a seven. Ah, what a great game. <laughs> power Grid Factory Manager. If you like that whole Power Grid thing, that's 6.8. Unearth. I didn't love, but it was kind of a cool dice drafting game. And then there was this game called Revolution that I think I've played like twice. Revolution. That was a blind auction, like take your, um, I'm going to, Take my auction, take my actions behind the screen, and then lift it up, and you had to pay yeah. things for it. That was a neat, a neat experience. Does Bill too, have that. Power Grid uh, Factory yeah. Manager? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I've only played his first Sparks Power Grid. Okay, one. yeah, yeah. We played Factory Manager fairly recently. That's why cool. it kind of popped up in my brain. So yeah, I haven't played that one. Uh, the only two that I had that weren't mentioned were Longshot. Oh man, good and game. Um, Rise Fun of game. Augustus, Rise of Augusta. Actually, now that I think about it, I think Aliyakta S is probably. On there too. Yeah, that's one that I was. Yeah. I was gonna. I don't know what rating is, but I'm sure it's. I'm sure. No, it's it is. There. I saw it. Longshot yeah. is is probably on the short list for me of games. If I had to pick games, I've been most surprised by. <laughs> right. Yeah. I yeah. think Longshot is. Yeah, I remember very you. Were like, You're just like, I don't want to play. Yeah, this I was like, like this I was so great. Not yeah. care. We have to play this every less. year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this uh, Rhino Hero is another one that for that that did that. For <laughs> yeah. me. I was just like, come on, what is like, stupid? This is dumb. Like, okay, oh, this is all great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was that was a good list, man. I, I think we should do more stuff like that yeah, in fun. the future. Yeah. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody Whoa.